We are live. We have to come in dry as hell now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No more copyrighted music on the Gems and Juice podcast now. So we just gotta. We get all you got is us, man. Yeah, okay? that's all you need. <laughs> all we got is the vibes, and all we got is us. So we just gotta rock with it. And uh, yeah, we got hit with some notices. <laughs> it's just us, man. It's just us from now on. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, we back at it in full effect, live on the stream. Live. Hey, now we can't play no copyrighted music. More of y'all need to be on the stream and shit, man. Yes. We need more interaction. I know we don't have no set schedule. For like, for example, we're streaming on Sunday afternoon right now. Yeah, yeah. A little mix. <laughs> I thought I was sick on Friday to the point I ended up going home. I mean, were you were sick, to be fair? Yeah, I was sick, but I wasn't sick sick. I thought it was more like... COVID related type thing, uh, yeah. COVID related type deal. I but, feel like we're as a nation, we're just, we're as a world, really, we're traumatized whenever we feel like we're coming down with something. Yeah, but like <laughs> I feel like uh, Fred Sanford. Every time I my nose starts to sniffle, like, oh, this is a big one. It's a big one. I'm coming to join you. <laughs> like I, I feel nervous as hell whenever I get some sick symptoms. Yeah. Shit, Wh- so what's crazy? What's crazy is I felt like I didn't had COVID so much. Where I'm like, I, I was sick, but I'm like, I don't think it's COVID. This don't feel like yeah. COVID. <laughs> so I'm like a COVID expert at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I like, I know I don't feel good, but this don't feel like it's COVID. And then it just came up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, we played it safe. I ended up going home for work, but uh, I was actually better that night. <laughs> so technically, technically, we could have did the pot. That Friday that's night, good, but I'm like, you, you gotta, know what? Let put me your health first. Got to put your health first always. Man. Yeah, so. that's my that's my one of my goals for 2023, man. Just focus more on my health. Try to get more rest because a lot yeah. of people. I don't. I don't really like the saying, uh, the um, never sleep saying. Like you know how oh, people. Yeah, you know yeah. how people I'll be sleep when I'm dead. Shit like yeah. that. Yeah, and that's what kills people. Honestly. Yeah. Like not getting enough sleep. I'm having problems with that again. Like I'm off and on. Sometimes I'll get some good sleep. Sometimes I'll just be up all night and can't go to sleep. Yeah. But uh, it's very important, man, especially because, like, we're in our mid-30s now. Yeah. And health-wise, you really got to be kind, especially as a black man, man. You see a lot of people dropping dead in their 40s and early 50s and shit. Yeah. It's scary, man. You think, you know, you always wonder, like, what was going on with them health-wise? Were they taking care of themselves? Sometimes it's something you can't help. Sometimes yeah. it's something your lifestyle could have improved. So yeah, I, I be, get, be careful, man. I be getting worried, man, because you know we getting older, and you know how you look at older people, how you know they can't eat certain stuff, or mm-hmm. they not allowed to have salt anymore, or just little stuff like that. I'm scared to get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared because like even me now, uh, recently I had a bag of chips. I ain't you know I've been trying to cut out the chips. So I had a, a bag of flaming hot funyuns, and after that, I was just like, "Man, I just don't feel I, like I don't feel how I used to feel as a kid when I yeah. used to eat chips all day long." Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, "Man, I can't. <laughs> this is like these flaming hots is too much for me right now." So now and metabolism slow relax. up, man. Yeah, rough. <laughs> yeah, and then now I'm I'm at a point now where you know I'm at a certain weight. And I, it felt like whatever I do, I can't get lower than that now. Yeah. So it's like yeah, 20 yeah. times harder to try to 
lose weight. And at one point, I was like, damn, I was at like 190. And I'm like, man, I need to lose some weight. I need to lose some weight. Now I'm more than that. And I can't, I'm like, man, if I could get back to 190, I'd be fine. But Yo, it's, 190 it's, would be that. That's my target goal, honestly. Yeah, is 190. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at. Get there, I've been flirting around 210 for a minute now. At at one point, I was at like, I was at like 200. I was in that 200 range. Now I got up to that 210 where I'm like, damn, <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta do something. So yeah. No, yeah. I'm my, trying to. Yeah, <laughs> my target, my man, my target weight would probably be like 175 if I could get to like 175 because I'm short, and you know if I could get to like 175, I'd be just fine. But that, if I was 175, you probably think I was sick, man. Yeah, like, you you look get... yeah you're a little taller and stuff too, yeah. so you'll probably look okay 190. My goal, my ultimate goal is like 190. I was close before COVID hit, man. That's why I really oh. fucking hate the COVID <laughs> shit. Because I was actually getting down to my best shape I had been in since, like, college, man. Damn. I was grinding it. I was eating right, working out every day. I was finally getting close. And then COVID hit. The gyms closed down. I got depressed. Mm. I started drinking. Damn. And I just fucking, I haven't been able to get right since, man. I've been trying. I've been hitting the gym heavy. Been trying to eat right. But it's hard when you live a sediment, sed, sedentary lifestyle. Like, I work in the office all day, and yeah. you're sitting down all day, and that's what really kills me, man. I try to get up and walk more. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be more active, man, but it's tough. You know? Yeah. I, I don't miss the old days when I worked at a warehouse and was getting paid minimum wage, but I kind of do in a way because I was in shape, man. <laughs> I would work warehouse jobs, and then I would go to the gym afterwards. Yeah. And I was in super good shape, but I was broke. <laughs> now I got a, more money, but I'm, my body is went to shit. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's aggravating, man. I wish I could get the best of both worlds, but it's tough. Yeah, when you get older, man. That's that. To be to be real, like even though LeBron is very cringeworthy at a lot of times, <laughs> and I, I don't like calling him the goat. Like <laughs> it's it's so impressive the fact that he's 38 years old and is playing the way he's playing and looks the way he looks, man. That yeah. shit ain't easy, dog. Yeah, man. And and see, like, I don't get, like, I feel like the Jordan stands got to take a step back a little yeah, bit, man. Yeah, they do. Look, man, I, look, Michael Jordan, I, I love Michael Jordan to death, but could he be doing this at age, at, at age 38 and been doing it for 20 straight, 20 straight years? Just that dominant? I don't know if anybody could. <laughs> so. No, I think this is a rare once in a generation type. Yeah, like you would think in the future with medical procedures, you would think things would get better, but we're seeing the opposite, man. Yeah, we're seeing more players get hurt. We're seeing shorter careers. We're seeing people miss games. Yeah, and it's like it's. I don't think any player is gonna have the longevity that LeBron James has had ever. Yeah, at because, least in our lifetimes, man. Yeah, because even look at the players we looked at um, as like a LeBron, like a. I would say like a Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I thought he's he would be around for a long time, but he seemed like he he's kind of going down that Carmelo Anthony road. Yeah, where you know he's he just kind of fall off of a, of a uh, of a cliff, and it's like damn, he ain't even sniffing that MVP <laughs> type of uh, player anymore. No, even like a Kevin Durant. You think Kevin Durant who 
is more fundamentally based in his scoring, and he just it looks so effortless when he plays. You would think he can play into his 40s easily. Yeah. But he's getting hurt all the time too, man. Yeah. So it's super rare to have a player like LeBron play as long as he's had. He's played and be as consistent as he's played. Until recently, he hadn't missed a lot of games, man. He yeah. used to never get hurt, which was the craziest thing. He never got hurt. He never got hurt, yep. So <laughs> Never I had like a gruesome injury, yeah. So, Yep, and he's about to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record, by <laughs> the way. Probably going to happen in the next game. I think he has like 35 more points 35, to go. 35, 36, yeah. He'll get yeah. that in, first, in the first half, probably. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> I saw some of the prices for the fucking game where they think he's going to break the record. And that, I, it's like $100,000, man. Yeah. The ticket prices, it's going to look like Kobe's last game yes. at, at Staples Center. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, Jay-Z going to be. Who 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 do we think is all going to be there? I know Jay-Z going to be there. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp going to be there for sure. <laughs> yeah, even if it's in Milwaukee. He'll, yeah. he'll make his way to Milwaukee. Now, it, 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 it's going to be in Staples. What, what's the Lakers schedule coming up, man? Now I got to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think Shannon. I think their next game is a home game. Okay, yeah, I know Shannon Sharp gonna be there. Man, yeah, everybody, in, okay. everybody from LA is probably gonna be there. Okay, their next game is in Oklahoma City. No, no, at at Staples Center at Lake in LA. It's gonna be Tuesday, and it was actually flexed, and it's gonna be prime time on TNT. Of course. So I think everybody's predicting he's gonna break the all time scoring record on Tuesday. Yeah. And it's going to be everybody. DJ Khaled probably going to be there. Snoop Dogg probably going to be there. Yeah. Uh, who else? Everybody. Jack Nicholson. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. I, I he's going to be there. Yeah. Is he okay? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Or he's just tired of the Lakers. <laughs> he, might, he he probably is too old. Man. Yeah. I don't know how he's doing health-wise. We haven't heard from him in a long time, it feels like. Yeah. But I feel like if he can physically make it, he'll be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a star-studded event, man. It's going to be bigger I, than the Rock Nation brunch. Yeah, I think, um, I think, um, what's his name going to be there? Uh, Spike, I, I can see Spike Lee being there. Yeah. Just because, yeah. even though he's not a Lakers guy. Yeah. I can yeah. see him still being there. Yeah, I can see that. I could see Obama being there. <laughs> 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 I feel like everybody's going to be there, man. Yeah, I feel like everybody's gonna be there in attendance to see uh, LeBron you, break you the think, all-time scoring. Record. You think Kareem gonna be there? He, yeah, I'm sure he will. Really? He needs to be. I'm sure like everybody has talked to him and said he needs to be there. Yeah, I know he's finally made a public announcement saying that he's happy that LeBron's gonna break it. I know it probably I, crushed his soul. Yeah, right there. I don't know if he liked LeBron but, like that, man. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> For whatever reason you can guess, I don't know. Yeah, uh, people think it's because of you know his scoring record being broken. Yeah, but, um, I don't think he really cared for him like that. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I think he's gonna be there. I think the organization has talked to him. I think everybody's talked to him, and they say he yeah. needs to be there. Magic Johnson probably be there. Yeah, yeah. Magic Johnson definitely gonna be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a star-studded event, man. A lot. Of, I wonder if Beyonce gonna. I know mm. she's getting ready for a tour, but she's a, you know. She, she'll probably be there. I think she'll I be there. Be she'll be there right next to Jay-Z. I don't think Jay-Z going to be there by herself. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Him and Ty-Ty yeah. and uh, his whole crew, man. 
Yeah. Speaking of which, I know we way <laughs> off topic, but fuck it. Yeah. It's a Sunday afternoon podcast. Yeah, y'all know who we are, man. Figgy Fig, yes. Ryan Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Jim the Juice podcast, back at it on a lovely Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Whenever you listen to this podcast, we're back in full effect. And we just jumped into the topics, man. Fuck it. We'll get around to everything eventually. Yeah. But speak, now we're on topic of Jay-Z. Um, I'm very disappointed to announce that uh, we were not invited to the Rock Nation brunch. Yeah, yeah, I, man. I feel, I feel like it's a way we could get in, man. Like I'm, I'm feeling more and more confident now. <laughs> All like a lot of the people I seen there, I'm like, man, you know what? I think it's a way we could get in. We just gotta, I gotta rub some elbows some more. Did Brandon Caldwell go this year? I know he's been there before. To the uh, Grammys or Rock Nation? Yeah, to, uh, to the Rock Nation brunch. I ain't know he been there. I ain't even no, know he that. Did. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. He told us he went. I forgot about that. That was a few years ago. Yeah, I but, forgot um, about that. But, yeah, man. Yeah, if so, he, yeah, like I said, we get, we just got to rub the right elbows, man. One day we gotta take know, the man. we gotta take the podcast to uh, Grammy weekend one day in LA. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like Isaiah Thomas in the uh, Olympic team. 92, dog. I feel yeah, like we met the I just, qualifications. I just wasn't selected. We weren't selected. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, look, I've been standing Jay for, what, 20-plus years now, man. Like, what more can I do? I say he's the greatest rapper of all time. I said that God's did burst wasn't all that. But, I mean, okay. Uh, but still, man, I think we should be able to get to the brunch. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there soon. I'm I'm gonna try to work some magic to try to get out there. You gotta yeah, be ready yeah. to go to LA, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be ready. Man, remember the dude, remember uh what happened to the dude that uh remember he proposed at the wedding? At I mean he proposed at the Rock Nation brunch. Nah, who was that? Who oh it was the dude, uh he was uh Rory from um Joe Bun podcast. Remember he proposed at the uh No, I don't. What happened to that? I thought he broke up with his girl. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. No, I well, think that it... was a while ago. I know the the uh some of the tension from Rory and Joe Budden had to do with I think Rory was going through a breakup or some shit. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know I that. I think I don't know if that was the same girl or somebody else. It, it, but... it I think it probably was. Yeah. But I was wondering what happened to that. I'm like, damn, that because I thought that was kind of weird <laughs> proposing at a place like that anyway. Yeah, super cheesy, man. Yeah, but yeah. Any I'll... public, like any kind of public <laughs> engagement thing makes me cringe, man. Yeah. Like when it happens during the basketball game, <laughs> when it happens during any kind of event, it's just so cheesy, dog. Like I feel like that should be a private moment. Yeah. And not some shit where you put somebody on the spot like that. Yeah. It's just super corny, man. Yeah, I couldn't do that, man. When I um like I was scared to do that when um when I proposed because we was having a going away party and I and the plan was to do it there. Mm-hmm. But um I was thinking, I was just like, nah, <laughs> like I can't do it, man. It, and this is around family and friends. I'm just like, nah, I'm cool, man. Like, let me. So I came up with something way more creative that meant something to us that only yeah. we know about. And it worked out pretty good. But I, I think I, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, I never liked the whole, um, you know, basketball game. Now, I will say this. Now, if you, you know, you and your significant other, y'all bond over, you know, football games or something like that. 
and that's how y'all met. And you know, every week it's a tailgate or something like that. Then I could kind of understand it. Yeah, but just the regular. Oh, we at this fancy dinner with everybody. Let me just Mm -hmm. hop on one knee. I just, I don't know. I just couldn't do that. Yeah, nah, me neither, man. I feel like that it's just in any kind of public spectacle like that is just embarrassing to me, man. It makes me cringe. <laughs> like I think about what the woman's thinking, like maybe I don't like this nigga that much, but I can't say <laughs> no now because fuck, we in the and that, low key I feel like that's part of the reason why some people do it in public. Yeah, because to put the pressure on them. They're not sure about the answer, so they want to be like, "Let me just guilt you into doing this shit in public." Man. <laughs> That's even worse, man. I know, right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I feel like if y'all both agreed to it and know y'all both want it, you wouldn't do it in public like that. Yeah, do it somewhere private. And see, with me in my situation, I knew that I knew we we both knew we yeah. was going to you know get married. So it wasn't like a thing where I had no clue how she felt about me or mm-hmm. I'm wondering if she going to say yes or no. It was more of, nigga, when you going to do it? <laughs> Hurry up. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I wasn't scared of that. But um, I don't know. I just, you know, for me to do something like that, I got to really know for sure. We got to have these conversations to know mm-hmm. where I, where she'd be like, when, when you going to marry me? <laughs> like, so-and-so getting married. What about us? Yep, yep, yep. I got to know for sure like that. Yeah. On Facebook or other people's engagement announcements and be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they play that game. That happened to me a whole bunch of oh, times, yeah. man. I, I'm sure, man. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 Susie and Derek got engaged, and yep. they, was, um, they got together after us. <laughs> yep, yep. You see them in the comments, drop this, <laughs> throwing shade. <laughs> Oh, I love that for y'all. Hopefully for me one day too. And their friends be like, well, you'll, you'll get it. Figgy yep. will do it someday. Don't yeah. worry. He's going to do it. Stop wasting time, yeah. Figgy. Come on. Go yes. ahead and do it, Figgy. Do, do you feel like it's a turn off? Let's say you was with somebody. Do you feel like it was a turn? it's a turn off where their family be like, okay, how long y'all been together? What's up with that ring? Yes. You think that's a turn yeah, off? Mind your fucking business, man. <laughs> like, I hate, it, it's, it's annoying. The thing with the kids. The kid, the pressure to have kids, the pressure to get married. Yeah. Like, look, man, this is people's lives you're talking about, dog. Yeah, it's not just some part. It might be a party for you. Yeah, when we have the wedding and you get to come and have fun, <laughs> that's rest of our life, man. In, yeah, in theory. Yeah. So it's not a, a decision to be made lightly, and it's not something like. I want to do it because my parents want me to do it, or I wouldn't do it because my friends won't get off my my case about doing it. <laughs> like, look, if the dude want to marry you, he's he's gonna propose, man. Yeah. Like, so any woman who is who their guy is taking a long time to propose, that's a sign. Yeah. You know, maybe he don't feel that way about you. Maybe you got to explore other options, <laughs> or maybe y'all both decide that y'all don't really need to get married. I don't know. Yeah. But if the dude is feeling you enough, he gonna want to put a ring on it. Yeah. At some point, so. Yeah, but it's, it's I, all, I, all the Russian shit. Yeah, I hate the whole family. Like we get that pretty often. When y'all go have kids? Yeah. Why y'all ain't got no kids? Like, first of all, how you know she ain't got no health problems mm-hmm. where she can't have kids? Mm-hmm. But right now we just chilling, man. Everybody else having kids, so <laughs> we just having fun with everybody else's kids. 
and pl- be so ignorant about yes. shit like that, and man. and then plus me and her is down here by ourselves. So we would have to pay for daycare. We we ain't got yep. we ain't got grandma and grandpa who can you know help us out. So we had to pay for all that on uh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, we just look, man, we ain't where we want to be right now in life. So we trying to get there. We trying to you know get a house and all that stuff. We trying to have yep. fun, travel the world, and then you know if it happens, it happens. Yeah, my parents are they're they're throwing a little shade now. So they're talking about they want to adopt a kid for some <laughs> shit. And it's like, what the fuck? So I'm like, if y'all that desperate, fine. I'll have a kid and just leave it with y'all <laughs> and see how long y'all last. But okay? don't they got they got some grandchildren? They do, but they're they're older now. Man. Oh, really? they want a like, baby, baby. Yeah, they want like a baby. They don't <laughs> want like the the kids are they're basically on their own now. They all teenagers basically. My niece is like 12 years old, but she act like she's teenager now yeah so like they're all kind of grown they do their own thing now so they want and it won't be long before everybody starts to move out the house you know so yeah they want their they want a little kid so i'm like okay i'll be kidding just leave with y'all how about that <laughs> i'll be the uncle for my own son yeah you better, they better play <laughs> they better play with them dogs <laughs> right 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 <laughs> so anyway i forgot we, we're talking we, about the rock nation rock nation brunch yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah, it happened. Um, I'm seeing a lot of pictures. I don't know, man. It, it is what it is. What up, Tab? Yeah, we're doing a Sunday uh, afternoon podcast today, man. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, um, what happened? What had happened was, mm-hmm. I thought I thought I was like sick, sick on Friday, so we canceled the pod. But come to find out, I think I was just sick from some food or something. So yeah. uh, I'm good now. So. So we said, screw it, let's record today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back at it. Mm-hmm. Doing a damn thing. We're talking about the Rock Nation brunch, all the pre-Grammy festivities going on right now. Because the Grammy Awards are tonight. Um, we did see that Jay-Z is performing as well. Mm-hmm. He'll be performing his God Did verse off the DJ Khaled song. And it's like, okay. So... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like my cons- my conspiracy is that the fact that he's doing he's performing at the Grammys means that Beyonce has album of the year on lock this year. Yeah, that's just my my feeling about it because I feel like after all the you got to remember Jay Z went zero for eight when four forty four dropped Grammy wise. He didn't win a single Grammy for four forty four, and so he he even said fuck the Grammys zero for eight shit. They have been boycotting the Grammys. They have been talking about they don't need the Grammys. And now suddenly Jay-Z's performing at the Grammys. Yeah. I feel like this is a kind of a, a play of good g- gratitude <laughs> to have Beyonce win the album of the year. Yeah. And I think she's probably going to win it now. So. Yeah. How crazy would the internet be? And how much would that... I mean, not that she need help selling her tickets for, for a tour, but... yeah. How crazy would it be at that point? She went album of the year, and then her tickets drop <laughs> for the tour. Yeah, nah, it's all it's all part of the Illuminati plan, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already the script has been written. Okay, yes, the script has been written. They're just following through with it. Okay, <laughs> so yes, I think Beyonce gonna win album of the year now. Jay Z come perform, and then her tickets gonna drop like the next day. 
and they're going to break Ticketmaster again. And people going to try to sue Ticketmaster. It's not going to work. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, good luck with that. But yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know, rent going to be missed yeah. <laughs> in the next few months yeah. when people get these Beyonce tickets. So we'll see how yeah. that goes, man. Yeah. Did you see her um, little outfit at the Rock? She was at the Rock Nation brunch, too. Yeah, she looked like a cup. Like, I don't know what the yeah. fuck that was, man. I saw her next to Lil' Kim. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Did you see I, 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 did, did you I, did you see the fist bump she did? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't I didn't see the whole I just saw a picture and I was like, oh, okay, that's what Beyonce She did a random ass <laughs> Beyonce fit uh like a fist bump <laughs> to somebody. Nah, it was I thought that a, was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was one of the things she was like, I ain't do a fist bump in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those where I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like you could tell she don't get out as much as she used oh, to. Oh hell no. <laughs> no, man. It's probably like we haven't seen her out in a long time, man. I feel like she dropped an album and didn't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's gearing up. She did a concert in Dubai <laughs> and now she's doing a tour. Like yeah. six months after her album dropped. Yeah. She's finally doing some kind of follow-up for it. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess she had to recover from the surgery. You see that? <laughs> you see all those checks on the timeline? Duh. People like, oh, we, oh, this is a fist bump? Yeah, that was, that was kind of awkward, man. But I, I feel like she's probably just mad uncomfortable because that shit looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, look at her, man. She, How look, are you comfortable in that kind of... Look, look at this fucking dress, dog. <laughs> She, yeah, she on she her. like a chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one of chairs you see at your grandma's house. Man. Yeah. Dog. It looked like she so, said, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's mad strange, man. But it, it is what it is. I don't, I don't understand fashion. I would yeah. admit that. Especially celebrity fashion. Yeah, she in a space shoot suit. She's <laughs> going to uh, fucking Mars or some shit. I don't know, man. I look ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. So the Rock Nation brunch that we were not invited to for <laughs> however many years has been going on now, it's going on right now. So shout out to everybody there, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see what happens on the Grammys, man. But looking forward to all the festivities and all that crap and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess we could also talk about some new releases, man. Nothing. It's been a drought. I got to say, I feel like it's been a drought, man. I haven't been inspired to listen to anybody or anything recently. I know Baldy James dropped an album a few weeks ago. I still haven't gotten around to that yet. Did you get around but to the Trippy Red? I did hear the Trippy Red, man. It was pretty good. Okay. I like okay. it. That Juice World song is super hard, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's some real gym music, dog. <laughs> that it, shit. It is. Went straight to the playlist, man. <laughs> I was doing that the whole damn album. I was listening. <laughs> I was sitting there. I'm like, all right, favorite? <laughs> Yeah. Next song, I'm like, okay, favorite. <laughs> Next song, favorite. <laughs> yeah, that Trippy Red album is hard, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, said, real quick, shout out to Seth Payne. I think he's listening. He said, uh, he actually tweeted me and said, these guys got me invested in the Grammys, which is a first. Oh, damn. 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 <laughs> we got Seth Payne himself, who was uh, also at the Miko Ryan. Uh, we got to talk about that as well. Yeah. The Miko Ryan's. Uh, head coach announcement. Yeah. New head coach of the Houston Texans. 
King Jaffe Joe <laughs> made this return. <laughs> they had the rose <laughs> petals and flowers. I'm Don D'Amico, man. I'm going with Don D'Amico. Don D'Amico. Don D'Amico, Miko, Miko. <laughs> yeah, Don D'Amico to me, man. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, we're, we're talking about new releases, though, real quick. You said yeah. you did hear the Little Yachty album. Yeah. Um, I heard this album sounds different, man. <laughs> so can you explain what different means and how this Little Yachty album sounds? First of all, I'm going to start off with a hot take, man. This is my favorite album of the year. <laughs> okay. So, um, this is... Uh, well, well, to be fair, man, it's February yeah. 5th. <laughs> yeah, take... But but you know what? I think this album, to me, this album is going to last. Okay. And this is why. First of all, it's not a hip-hop album. There's no hip-hop music on this album at all. This is straight up hipster alternative uh, alternative type of music to the point I had to double check to see if it was him. <laughs> okay. Like this sound like some, um, some, um, I don't want to say Tame Impala type stuff because I think Tame Impala is better, but this is in that definitely in that same category, man. I was, I was actually impressed. I was really impressed that he came out. His whole album was like this. And, um, a lot of instruments in it, a lot of guitars, a lot of, you know, alternative type stuff in there. This is the stuff me and, uh, shout out to our, our good friend Jules. This is the type of stuff we'll probably be listening to. I meant to hit her up okay. to see how she felt about the album, if she even checked it out. But this caught me all the way off guard, man, because I was thinking a little yachty. I'm thinking like, all right, let me hear a couple cold in Minnesota's and mm-hmm. see what he got on here. And I'm going to just keep it moving. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, hold on. <laughs> Let me check this out. And it actually sounds really good, man. I think, look, this, like I said, this is not a hip-hop album. So if you, I mean, you wouldn't be looking for no bars with Lil Yachty anyway. But, yeah. but this ain't no gym music you listen to. This is something you just listen to on a night when you just driving, trying to listen to anything but hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And, um... A lot of cool melodies in it. It's a, it, it sounds really good. Is it's, the Poland song on there? No. Like I said, oh, there, wow. there's no hip hop on here at all. Okay. He's not rap. He's not even rapping on here. So um, no hip hop type of beats or anything. It's just straight up <laughs> alternative. Okay. And um, I thought it was really good, man. Now I, I would like to hear more from him to see what made him go in this direction, but um. It sound really good, man. It sound really good. Um, like I said, I was shocked. I did not expect that coming from him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I wonder. I, I, I wonder if this was just a one-time thing, or he gonna keep going in this direction? Probably not. But I think it sound really good, man. This, like I said again, this is not a hip hop album. <laughs> so if you turn this album on, don't look at me all crazy. But um. I think the music, the instruments in there, the production sounds amazing. So um, okay. this album is definitely qualified for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll check it out, man. Look, I feel like rap it really is in Lil Yachty's lane anyway. I just don't feel yeah. like he's a good rapper. He's not. Um, he's not. So this is probably a better look for him. I'll check it out, man. I actually, I feel more inspired to listen to it now that you say it's not rap. 
Yeah, it's not if rap it at all. If it was a rap album, I'd be like, yeah, hello, Yachty. Nah, yeah, man. nah, it's it's not rap at all. He got other people on the album too. It, I don't think they were featured. Like I couldn't I couldn't pull up their names or anything, but he got like some females on there, some ladies on there singing. Like it's just that whole melodic type of alternative music. Okay. Where this like this would not be on a hip. I would be shocked if this was on a hip hop station. They probably couldn't even play this. But uh, I don't even know what station you will even play this on. This is that type of music. It it kind of got you. It kind of got a tame impala type of feel to it. Okay. So um, just think of it like that. Yeah, I think it it sounds really good. Like I'm not, and I'm not the biggest little Yachty fan at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outside of the two records he probably got, but uh, it sounds really good, man. I say check it out if you're a music person. Just if you want to listen to something different, I say check that out. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I did hear him speak about it. He did mention something like he didn't want to be seen as just a SoundCloud rapper. And I saw some hot takes about that. People talking about why you always got to talk down on rap and hip hop and stuff like that. And it's like, I understood what he was saying because he's not seen as a serious rapper, man. He was the butt of all jokes. Remember yeah. that rant um, Funkmaster Flex went on when he was saying, um, that's called motherfucking bars. Yeah. And, and it, like people cut that, just only that part. But after that, he was like, yo, Lil Yachty, you don't know nothing about that. He was, yeah. was kind of going in on rappers. Lil Yachty was trolling, talking about how he don't, like he was dissing Biggie or something. Yeah, he and, said like, Biggie and Tupac and all that stuff. So he was like most hated. He was the, Mm -hmm. he was like the, I guess the front man of mumble rap. Basically, when people look at mumble rap, and I actually had a, um, I was talking to our good friend of the show, Terrell, who, you know, reviewed the movies and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. because he's not a fan of Lil Yachty at all, and he responded to a post I made, and he was like, "Man, I don't care if he rapping (laughs) rapping better than Jada Kiss." (laughs) <laughs> I'm not checking this album out. And I had to explain to him, like, this is this is not a rap album. <laughs> like, it's nothing close to that. So um, he said he's going to check it out. But he said he never liked Lil Yachty just off the strength of him talking smack about the older hip-hop people and the older yeah. hip, hip-hop rappers. So Yeah, I'm that was a, a shitty moment in time, man. I'm glad we're finally past that because it felt like after that happened – Everybody tried to make a controversial statement about Tupac and Biggie, yeah. saying they shit don't knock no more. They they, they weren't that yeah, good. The little punks and stuff like that. Said some shit about that too. I didn't like it. Yeah. I just don't like the disrespect of the legend, man. Do your own thing. There's no need to shit on. And I understand like there certain hip hop purists can be annoying. Yeah, you know the people who act like nobody in this generation can rap. Yeah, I think that's corny. We think that. You know, nobody can rap compared to the 90s with the New York people running the game and Jada Kiss and the Locks and everybody else at that time. Nobody can hold a candle to them. Like, it's a different time. So I understand how fighting against that, you might be able to be pushed to say something like that shit wasn't even that good. Yeah. But no, you can't disrespect the legends, man. There's yeah. no need for that. And But yeah, I didn't like that whole era. That shit got annoying. And I'm glad that died out pretty quickly. Yeah. Nobody's on that type of shit no more. So 
Yeah, it's saying it's saying like um, after that we start moving towards the um, putting the OG on, yeah, put, with the younger person. Yeah, and I think like with the Twenty One Savage and Nas thing, they worked it out and they did a song together. I like to see that, man. Yeah, yeah, just so. yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad we passed that too. Yeah. But yeah, like I say, Lil Yachty, that I, I like the album a lot. And um yeah, man, that I, I, I would probably say that's his best work. I ain't trying to go off on the ledge, but yeah, that's probably I mean, his, that's not saying a whole lot to be fair, but yeah, yeah. No, that's his best work. This his most I would say I would say his most creative work. Because I don't think anything he did was creative. But to me, I respect anybody who step outside the box like that. Because a lot of people be scared to step outside that box. We see Drake try to step outside the box a little bit mm-hmm. with that. Honestly, never mind. But I think it take a lot to you know dip off in something totally different like Lil Yachty did and do it right. Yeah. So I think it's a I think it's a really good album. Check it out, man. Check it out for sure. Tab says he's been listening to Two Times Finesse. He sound like Juvenile. I've heard Two Times Finesse. I haven't actually heard his songs, but I've heard yeah. of him, so I'll check. Yeah, out. I, I like Two Times Finesse a lot. From Memphis, he's with um, he's now with Mob Ties. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, pretty good. Oh yeah, the little Mob Ties. Yeah, yeah. Are we still claiming that, man? We haven't made a decision yet. <laughs> so you qualify? No, we gotta oh, wait till yeah. the, the <laughs> Jay Prince interview come out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh try to get Jay Prince back on, but yeah, yeah uh, finesse two times is pretty good, man. He had, I think he had the line of the year in one of his songs. He said, um, "I forgot what he said, but he pretty much said, um, uh, take the girl out, dress her up, and put her on bissonet." <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I, I was just like dead, like that's a that's a very local line. That's yes, very local line yes, because he in Houston a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I sent you the clip of that song, but okay. He said, "Take the girl out, dress her up, put her on bissonette." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I'm like, I felt that, I felt yeah, that one." That's a that's a very local <laughs> local line, but I feel like with with all the transplants coming to Houston, I feel like this Houston shit is starting to be more known nationwide, man. So maybe that's not as local as I think it is. Now I think everybody knows what bissonette is. It's pr- it's pretty local. It took me a minute yeah. to realize that. Um, when I moved here, but now when somebody say business, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Some we we it's been a drought, man. We need some more music to come out. I need to be inspired by some new shit. I know Cardi got Cardi's supposed to drop pretty soon, man. But I don't ever want to put no stock in the rumors because nigga, he dropped whenever you want to drop. Playboy, Playboy Cardi. Yeah, Playboy Cardi. Right. Playboy, not Cardi B. Playboy Cardi is supposed to drop. Pretty soon, and like I'll be checking for it, man. But I never know when he's gonna drop, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, now to get into some headlines, man. Let's get into some local stuff, some local news. Biggest local sports news this past week is that D'Amico Ryan's former Texans player is now officially the head coach of the team, y'all. Yeah. I wish I could play the damn uh, Coming to America song. Yeah. Having walking in. They really did treat him like the king is a moon. 
they rolled out. I'm surprised they didn't have women like throwing flowers <laughs> while every step he walked into an NRG because they really rolled out the red carpet for him, man. Yes. And part of me kind of cringed a little bit, but I understand it, man. For people who don't know or, or aren't in Houston, like this is the first time in a long time that somebody like had options and wanted to come to Houston. Yes. To, to be a part of the Texans organization. Yes. It's, it's been a long time, man. Yeah. And see, I was like any other time I would be like, man, they say thirsty or pressed. Yeah. But man, like it been a long three years, man. Like those the last three years been awful. Yeah. And I totally get it. I was there. I was at the press conference. That was my first ever um, head coaching press conference I've been to, like opening head coach press conference I've been to. So um, I went in. It, it, man, it was so many people there, man. I've never seen a press conference like that ever. To the point I had to ask a couple other people, like, was it like this last year and <laughs> the year before that? Because it was so many former players there, man. It was people that was. There that that haven't stepped in that building since they left, mm-hmm. so you had people like uh, Glover Quinn who was there, and he he haven't been inside that building since um, they I want to say they didn't sign him back or re- since they released him, because remember that was the guy they released to sign um, Ed Reed, <laughs> so uh, remember Glover Quinn went on yeah, to yeah, have a good yeah. career somewhere else. But um, he, I didn't realize this until I talked to Wade Smith, but he left, on, he left on sour terms. So for him to come back because D'Amico Ryans got hired and just to be in that building, just to be there, it was insane, man. It was uh, Trey the Truth was there. Yeah. Bun B was there. How do you feel about Trey the Truth still being like a spokesperson for Houston after zero incident, man? I don't know, man. Look, I ain't say nothing, man, because I ain't trying to get involved with it. But um, I don't. I think it's kind of interesting, man. I felt like that just kind of um, went under the rug, and they just kept it moving. Maybe be- I feel like certain people just don't know about it. Like I feel like only, like I just say it, man. Like I feel like people like the Texans organization wouldn't even know about the zero. Team. I don't even think they know who um, what we call it is. Uh, uh, Z, yeah, I feel like they don't yeah. even know Z, who no, Zero probably is. Not. Probably not. So uh, I think that's part of the reason why he's still good. Let's say him and Slim Thug got into it, mm-hmm. then I feel like that will be they will probably be like, nah, we can't do this, or you know. But for the simple fact that you know, that and, and let's be real, man, the Texans they were on hard times the past couple years. Yeah. Yeah, and they just need anybody that's that Fair got enough. some type of name in the city to be yeah. there and yeah. wearing the jersey. So I think that's I think that's part of it too, man. I think um, because Trey, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he's still banned from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So I think he kind of he he's kind of down with that too, as well as you know the Texans need. Any uh, some type of familiar face in Houston, so I think that's part of the reason why he's there too. And I don't think they know about the incident that happened, but I think they just need anybody that fans get down with. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think he's still known about you know what he did during Hurricane Harvey and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's fair enough. But 
Yeah, I, I, I felt kind of weird seeing him still doing like, like, look, charity's a good thing to do. I had no problem with that, but like him still being, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, man. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I still remember that video vividly. <laughs> I remember him lying about, you said he, he didn't Ain't nobody jumped nobody. He, he clearly jumped zero. So, yeah, man, I don't know how I feel about it, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's good to see everybody there. It looked like a fun time, man. Glad you got to make it as well. Yeah. Um. So now, what next, man? What What next for the Texans? How do you think? What number one? What do you think about the hire versus the other candidates like a Sean Payton or whoever was out there? And what do you think this means for the future of the franchise? I think it was a, a grand slam type of hire, man. And I'm not just saying that. I know we always look at it as, oh, this is a former Texan, so it makes sense. But he was the best uh, coordinator on the market. And clearly, I think a lot of people wanted him over Sean Payton. He was like the number one guy. And he, you know, he had the interviews with with the Broncos. And he said, nah. He ended up saying in the press conference that it wasn't even close. He He wanted to be in Houston. So that was a big deal. A lot of national media types don't really understand why. But I think. I think him, his family being in Houston, his wife, his wife is from Houston. Yeah, he played in Houston during some of the best team, the best seasons in history, and um, I just think a lot of people don't really realize that how important that is outside of the actual team. I think the team is set up to uh, be successful in the future too, but um, when you kind of compare, like a um, a Texans team versus the Broncos, I don't think it's that close, man, because the Broncos are in a rough situation. They got a quarterback, which, you know, people are saying probably broken and needs help. And also, you know, they ain't, they, I don't know if they're in cap hell, but they have no draft. They ain't really had draft picks like that. They look thirsty out there. They got the new ownership. So, he might be he he probably looked at it like, hey, this is home. I'll be uh, better set up for the next few years. They're not going to fire another coach <laughs> one year in, mm-hmm. so I think he's pretty safe with that. So, um, but overall, man, I think it was a grand slam hire. I think he's good. I think he'll get the best out of uh, a lot of players, and I think the team going to look. I think the team really going to look good. So, uh, will he have a good first year? I don't know. But I think Lovey Smith wasn't a good coach. I don't think he was coaching these players up that good. And um, I think you'll see a big difference with D'Amico Ryans. And plus, I think it, I think it hits home more because he play, actually played in that building and he was a fan favorite. It wasn't like some scrub that yeah. nobody really cared about. A lot of people really like D'Amico Ryans. So um, it'd be interesting, man. I've never seen anything like this before in the um, in the NFL, where a former player that was on a team that current, <laughs> which was, it was like ten years, ten eleven years ago, mm-hmm. coming back to be the head coach. So Jeff Saturday, maybe. Yeah, I see. I was about to say this though. I was about to add this. How many people have a Jeff Saturday jersey? And he was just like the most popular person on the That's team. True. A lot of people are pulling out their D'Amico Ryan's jerseys. Yeah. 
So just imagine week one, you're going to go to NRG Stadium and see a whole bunch of Deme- uh, number 59s because of the head coach. We ain't really see that in a long time, man. Yeah. Or I don't, I don't think I ever saw that ever. Like you might see some older um, coaches who played in the game before, but how many people still rocket still had their jersey from when they was originally playing? So I think I think the uh, the crowd probably gonna have a lot of D'Amico Ryan's jerseys just because, and I I think that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, no, I think so as well. I, I, I was glad to see the Texans beat the racist allegations. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everybody trying to paint this organization at the Klan because yeah. they hired and fired two black quarterback, two black head coaches within two years. Do you think I'm that glad- was? Do you think that was kind of weird? Because it's it's kind of like an oxymoron a little bit, man. Like they was calling the organization yeah, yeah, racist. Yeah. They're racist but for they, hiring and fire. Like they every hired coach gets fired. Yes. But they had they had two straight they hired two straight black straight uh, black coaches in a row. Yes, now three. Yes. So no, I don't I don't think any other team any team in history has hired uh, three black head coaches. No, the New York Giants never had a black head coach. Yes. <laughs> They're a popular team, so nobody shits on them like that. Yes, before they hired Brian Dayball, man, they had uh, some dude named Ben McAdoo, some dude named Pat Shermer, and some dude named um, Joe Judge. <laughs> like, like, come on, man! Like, I just, I just thought that was weird how they tried to call the organization racist, but this team was hiring black coaches. Like, you could say they did them unfair all you want. But they hired another black coach, so like you can say, look, man, I just don't understand that argument anymore. Now, I'll say this much, man, and I don't want to get all conspiratorial about it, but I feel like the Texans are an easy target for things like this, honestly, because number one, they're bad. Number two, nobody cares about them nationally, and number three, they're not popular with the media, especially over things like uh, when they fired that Amy, Amy, the HR lady. Yeah, and everybody was getting upset about that. Like, I think things like that have made them unpopular with the media. Yeah. They're an easy target, man. So when things like this happen, you need a topic to talk about on twenty-four hour sports talk stations and uh, channels. You're gonna get that discourse as well. Yeah, and look, I, I look, I, I didn't dis- I didn't agree with it, but it was hard for me to defend, like to go to cape for the team when they have been so poorly run over these last few years, man. Everything's been a disaster. But they got it right this time, I think, man. I think everybody's energized and excited about this hire. I'm happy about it. Um, I thought the conflicting reports were funny. I like the Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, the the <laughs> yeah. the battle over that shit. Yeah. Ian Rappaport said something like, um, he said that the Denver Broncos were super thirsty for D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. And, and they yeah. tried at the last minute to talk to him again. Yeah. Give him a better offer. Then they went. Climb that. Yeah. And then they went to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. To try to be thirsty for him. <laughs> and then they end up settling for um, Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Yes. And, and Adam Schefter <laughs> came in and basically said that was all cap. And none of it was true. And they wanted Sean Payton from the beginning. It's like, okay. yeah. So, so you know what happened with that. Exactly. They, exactly. So, so one got their uh, source from the GM mm-hmm. and the other got the source from, uh, got their st- stuff from the owner. And the owner, yeah. the, 
look, man, the, like with Rappaport, I think he got his probably from the GM, and he probably explained what happened, and and um, Rappaport went with that. But Adam Schefter got his from the owner, and probably said, "Hey, no, we wanted we wanted Sean Payton from the beginning. All that other stuff ain't happened because it would look bad if they." Was sitting there being oh, thirsty yeah, for course. two other guys, and then they just mm-hmm. settled for another coach. That wouldn't be a good look. So he probably had to say Sean Payton was the guy we wanted from the beginning, and you know don't listen to the other report type thing. So that's I think that's what it was. No, and, and we know what time it is with Adam Schefter, man. He carries water for these franchises, man. We know that. We've known that, especially since them Redskins. Um, the Redskins, now the Commanders, their emails got leaked, and we saw some of Adam Schefter. <laughs> he was sending his his stories to the the managers before he ran with them. Yeah, wanted to make wanted them to edit it for him, and he called them the editors. Yeah, so we know he's compromised, man. So it is what it is. Just break the news and keep his he's to keep his opinions and whatever other reports out of it. But whatever, he did what he had to do. Yeah, so whatever. But um. But. So yeah, I'm happy about the hire, man. We'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, um, that was it. Was the it was the best press press conference ever, man? Everybody, man. everybody was drinking the Kool Aid. Everybody was happy. Yeah, man, we were just going around, just fist bumping people, just like, yeah, we got one now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have we haven't seen the 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 organization and people and fans this happy since the the Sean Watson contract extension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember how happy he was? Remember how happy we were? Yeah. How he said he wanted to win a Super Bowl here with us? Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. That, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but, man. But it was cool, man. It was it was really good. Um, Like I said, everybody was there. I think Paul Wall showed up, of course. Okay. So. um, Did he give D'Amico a grill? Does he still do that? I don't you know if he still do. Grills. Man, side note, man, I I still want to get a grill from Paul Wall, man. I still probably could. I still want to. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm down to saving my money to try to get a grill. I want to save my money to get a grill anyway, but I would love to get a, a grill from uh, made from Paul Wall. Hell so yeah. I can around with it. Yeah. Got to get him on the podcast first, man. We've been trying this for years now to get Paul Wall on the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna try to reach out again. I actually saw him at the Houston Sports Awards. He, oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was there, and um, yeah, he was cool. So I'm gonna try to reach back out to him again, try to get him back on. But yeah, I saw him. I saw um, Bun B. He was at the Houston Sports Awards too. Okay. So um, finally had the Trill Burger. <laughs> was it good? It was really good, man. Dog, I had man, I had to make an executive decision, man. So I'm at the Houston Sports Awards, and um. And so um, I had a little ticket for Trill Burger. So I could get, you know, use the ticket to get the Trill Burger, but I ain't want to eat it now because I was on the red carpet. So I'm like, man, I don't want to eat the burger now and then be all full and greasy on the red carpet. So either I had to, um, you know, after the red carpet was over, I either had to go get the burger and go home. Or either go inside for the whole Houston sports show, uh, sports award show, and miss out on the burger. Now, mind you, the burger is pretty much like a pop up shop, mm-hmm. so it ain't like you could just go to the store and get the burger. 
you got to wait for them to pop up with it. And then the lines be crazy and long. So um, I had to make an de executive decision, man. So I went with the burger, man. I skipped out on the awards. I went and got the burger and went home. <laughs> and that was a good decision. So you couldn't do both? You couldn't get the burger and then go in for the awards? Yeah, I could. I mean, I ain't going to sit there and eat the burger in the awards while I'm in the seat and all that stuff. Why not? Because it was no food in there. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It was. It wasn't like I was at a table or something. Oh, okay. It was like you know, yeah. It was like a regular theater type of seating. Oh, okay. So like, I ain't want to walk around there with the burger. I ain't want to wait and wait till I you know got home later that night to try it. Oh, okay. So I got it when it was hot. So I was just like, I'm gonna just go home and eat it. I ain't want to. The wait. most important thing is to be seen and get the pictures, and after that, you good, man. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have to stay for the awards itself. I'm sure. Yeah, I, and it I, um, and later on, I realized I ain't really missed nothing. <laughs> so, of course not, man. So yeah. the important thing is to rub elbows, get the pictures, look good for Instagram, and then bounce. Yeah, I got the Most pictures. I, anyway. Yeah, I got the pictures. I got the infamous selfie with um, Calvin there. <laughs> yeah, he was throwing up the H, which caught yeah. you know a lot of people was happy. A lot of people was fr uh, frowning upon it, but. Are people still running with the that's the devil horns type shit or, or are they just mad about other things? Nah, they mad. They feel like he doing too much and they feel like it looked corny. I'm like, motherfucker, I ain't tell him to do it. <laughs> I just I just posed for the picture and last minute he just kind of threw it up. <laughs> so I'm just like, like he wanted to throw it up. So, I, you know, I ain't about to stop him. <laughs> yeah. And then I seen a couple other people. Oh, uh, will he do that? Uh, oh, he did that when it was a black guy in the picture. I'm just like, I don't even know if he even thinking that much, man. Yeah, so I end up, I end up talking to them afterward. I think um, last, I think last week I ended up seeing them talking to him, and it was pretty much like we're Houstonians, <laughs> like so we can't throw up the H. <laughs> So yeah, they, like I don't know, man. Like, like, and I ain't know it's all these rules with the H. They was talking about how they threw it up wrong or some shit. All he did was had it to the side. Talk about he threw it up wrong. If a rapper did the same thing, nobody would give a shit. A rapper man. did do the same thing. I posted four pictures of Bun B, Slim Thug, and uh, uh, Paul Wall. Somebody else throwing up the H just like this, and that's exactly how they threw it up. So I'm like, what's the <laughs> Like, damn, is it a black and white thing? <laughs> like, I just didn't understand it. Like, I understand how certain people can do certain things and it comes across as super corny. Like, yeah. when a white person tries to do, like, some gang shit, like the fucking blood sign or crip walking or something. Yeah. That's, that shit like that, I don't even like the smoking on that. I think that's gone too far now. Me too. Me when too. Sports Center starts talking like that, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't like that. But the H is just the H, man. Any, I it feel like anybody can more than the H. Yeah, like it ain't, it ain't no gang shit. It ain't no other. Like it's the H, man. It's not what only black folks can do it. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah. I, there are certain things people do that's just kind of corny, but that's just throwing up the H, man. Like people. People just miserable for no reason. Yeah, they just want to complain sometimes, man. It, it's getting, it's getting annoying, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tab says my favorite comment people are stupid they really are dog <laughs> like of all things in the world to be mad about you mad about that 
Yes. Really? Yes. And, and then we got bigger fish to fry, man. Leave, yeah. leave that shit alone, dog. Yes. Get the fuck about throwing up the H. And and then my favorite thing is like people that's so negative about Cal and Hannah and all that stuff, it's starting to stick out like a sore thumb now. Mm-hmm. Because three uh, shit, two years ago, one year ago. I can understand why people saying, oh, he's doing an awful job and all this other stuff. But they've been out here busting their ass trying. They've been doing all type of stuff other owners would never do. And for people to still sit here and sit and <laughs> try to complain, it's just like, all right, man. Like, y'all the only ones complaining at this point. It's like two people yeah. complaining, talk, complaining about the ownership. It's just like, man, come on, man. Like look. there's people who just won't be happy until he sells the team, but he's not gonna sell the team, man. Yes, the team was his father's creation. He's not gonna sell it. So either you're just not gonna be a Texans fan and move on, or you're just gonna have to learn to roll with it, man. Yeah, like let's be real, dog. If you're gonna complain about every single thing he does, right or wrong, <laughs> root for another team at this point, dog. Yeah, because he ain't giving up the team, man. He's not gonna sell it just because you don't like him. <laughs> So, just you, you got to either roll with it or move on, man. Yes. Because, yeah, some some fans and some sports fans are just continually just shit on the team no matter what, man. Like, I've noticed that negative for everything. Like, and to be fair, there's been plenty to criticize the team yeah. these past few years. But they do th- do things right sometimes, man. Yes. Not everything they do is wrong. Yes. And you got to at least apply when they do right. Or they try to do right. They they're proving that they're hearing what the fans say. They know what the fans want, and they're trying to their best. Like you can argue the execution of them poor, but I do think they're trying, man. Yeah, there there are some owners that don't give a shit. Honestly, yes. As long as they making money, they and, don't care. And, and that's my point, man. It's been a lot of look, man. The Browns been a poor franchise for a long time. I ain't see I ain't see Buddy over there trying to you know be, hang out with the fans and flip some burgers and do all this other stuff be part of the city like man he he ain't doing all that so I respect them trying to you know um, hop on the station more they try to talk to some people more take more pictures and stuff like that I respect that man so like you can say what you want about them but they trying man. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to do whatever, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I, look, you can't knock them for trying, man. They did right here. It's what everybody wanted. And now the criticism, the only criticism I've heard, I've heard some from Paul Galan. We got to get him on at some point. <laughs> Naga Paul, as I call him now. Man, <laughs> went to Seattle and came back super right wing. But uh, <laughs> I think people are criticizing it for being too fan servicey. Like, oh, the fans just wanted it, so they did it. And it's like, yeah. okay, but what what's wrong with that, man? The fans are the ones who pay the bills. They're yeah. the ones who pay their mo- spend their money for the franchise. What's wrong with doing what the fans want? You know, yeah. And it's something that looks legit. Yeah. Like like this is somebody everybody wanted, man. Teams wanted D'Amico Ryan's. It's mm-hmm. not like we just got some foreign player off the couch like Jeff Saturday. Yeah. That nobody was even <laughs> looking at for a head coach position. Mm-hmm. People wanted him. Yeah. So it is what it is. People just gonna hate to hate. It is what it is. Yeah, and plus, if you look at what the Texans went through, man, they couldn't sell out a crowd. Yeah, they trying to get the fans back on their side. They trying to they, they going the hard way. They they selling mixtapes out the trunk at this point, man. Yep. 
they they ain't have to do that. They could have just been sitting on their yacht, just be like, oh well, we cool. <laughs> like we'll get there one day. But nah, man, they they in the studio. They passing out mixtapes and flyers, man. So I'm I'm good with that, man. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I am too, man. So yeah. anyway, all that to say, we are both fans of the hire. Um, hopefully, it's just it's looking up. Finally, it seems like we see some lights at the end of whatever tunnel they're in right now. Yeah. So hopefully, things just go up from here. Um, but we'll see, man. But exciting times in Houston sports, kind of, sort of, finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so other things that happened this week. Um, hmm. What do you think about Arian Foster claiming the NFL was scripted? Did you see that whole thing? Now, I, well, I know you did. Yeah, I did. But my my the only thing that surprised me was the fact that some people thought he was being serious. Yes, that surprised me, like, too. Did, did you not sense the sarcasm in his voice <laughs> like people actually thought i don't know it's just yeah the I, stupidity of people again we, be, we keep coming back to it man i can't believe people actually yeah so i saw the comments before i even I, well i saw the um i saw the video before i saw the comments so i was scrolling i seen him talking so i'm like let me see what he's talking about and he was going through that whole thing i was cracking up like i knew right off the bat he was joking so I was just kind of laughing, like, man, this dude is silly, man. Mm-hmm. And um, so I seen some of the comments. I'm like, I'm like, damn, people really thinking this true? <laughs> and then I started going through more comments because it was only a few people I saw that felt like it was he was being for real. Yeah. But the rest of them was jokes. Was jokes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the jokes were hilarious. Yes. <laughs> the jokes were hilarious. One of the funniest threads in quote retweets I've ever seen, man. Yes, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That and, and the I, people saying when the when when that tweet when somebody said the NFL needs an eighty-two game season. Yeah, how <laughs> <laughs> the retweets with that were funny, but yeah, yeah, this was hilarious. Man. Yeah, I think it was funny too that some of the current players that's in there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot who. <laughs> I, I think it was Marlon Humphreys was like. Like, uh, me giving up 200 yards to Jamar Chase was part of the script. Yeah, following the script, man. Dan yeah. Orlovsky said he was following the script when he ran out of bounds in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was a funny time. I like the fact that players actually interacted with it and, and took it as it was. But some people yeah. I saw were actually taking it serious, man. I was disturbed by that. Yeah, the, pl- the current players know what it is, man. They know. They know obviously it's not a script, but how they they was going they was going around they was going with it because people sound so damn stupid, acting like it's really a WWF script. So they was just kind of making fun of them too. So I I, I kind of like that part, but people that was being super serious and um it's some weak ass um blog site or something that pretty much posted a headline saying. Arian Foster said the NFL was rigged. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say cheese or something, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was just like, come on, man. <laughs> Look, niggas just got to get a clicks no matter what, man. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I thought that was hilarious. Hope we can get uh, Aaron Foster again sometime. I don't know. Yeah, he bit time. he really, really bit time. Now with yeah. I think he with bar Is he with um, Barstool? Barstool, yeah. Yeah, he really bit time now, so. so. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, hit up Those somebody. People now, yeah. yeah. Hit up somebody that know. <laughs> can't DM him no more, man. We can't tweet at him now. We gotta fucking I go know, for man. official channels and shit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it'll be great to have him back on again. But uh, speaking of NFL, man, I gotta pat myself on the back because my pre uh, playoff prediction was correct for Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, yeah, you had the Eagles and the Chiefs. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Who, I forgot who the hell I had. I think you said the Bills. Did, okay. A lot of people said the Bills. Yeah. Man. But I'm not going to act like I'm fucking Nostradamus because that's yeah. the best team in the oh. NFC hey, and the best quarterback in the game. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. Hey, pat so, yourself on the back, man. Shoot. <laughs> I, I was just saying what I wanted to see, to be fair. I wanted to see two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurst and Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. I thought it would be dope to see. Hope yeah. Texas ties as well, man. So mm-hmm. very happy to see that. Um, hope it's a good game. That's all I care about with the Super Bowl. I just hope it's a good game, man. Yeah, me too. I don't too. care who wins no more. I just hope it's a good game. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, glad to see that be the matchup now. I gotta say, man, I hate the delay from the championship games to the to the Super Bowl. Me too, man. Like, I feel it, like it, it should have been to today. Kill my hype after a while. Yeah. <laughs> like now we got this Pro Bowl nonsense going on this week. Yeah. And it's I don't like it, man. Like just get to the shit. Okay. Let, let's yeah. go right to the final, they, man. Yeah, they need to do it like how they do with um with NCAA basketball. Like yes. right after the final four. I wanna say that Monday is the mm-hmm. national championship. They, they don't waste no time. Yeah. Like fuck it, just get to the shits. <laughs> I mean, in some ways I guess it's better because if players are hurt or kind of injured, they have yeah. time to recover. Yeah. But part of me was like, man, just get this. I don't, I don't like two weeks of hype. Yeah. On to a matchup, man. Just let, let's just get it over with. Let, let's just get into it. I, I kind of like, I mean, well, I kind of hate the way they doing the Pro Bowl. Not not like what they doing on the field, but yeah, I hate that. Remember they used to have the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I kind of like that more than what they doing now, man. I don't like yeah. the Pro Bowl in the middle because I think they trying to force people to watch it. Yeah. And to me, that made me not watch it no more now because it's like, what the yeah. fuck is this boy? Because it's pretty much flag football at this point. No, it literally is now. It is. <laughs> yeah. like, it is flag football now. <laughs> yes. Took out tackling. Yes. So um, it's stupid, man. I, I kind of miss the old way where, you know, the Pro Bowl, I, I want to say it was like a week after the Super Bowl or something, mm-hmm. or a week or two after the Super Bowl. But it's it's the other part that kind of messed it up is the the teams that's in the Super Bowl, they don't play in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So they get subbed out. So you got people like Ty, Tyler Huntley, who was a backup quarterback, end up getting into the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. as an alternate. And that looks so damn stupid. A, a backup quarterback. <laughs> Uh, the backup for for Lamar Jackson <laughs> is a Pro Bowler now. It's like, man, come on, man! Like this, this shit is looking real stupid now. I feel like they should end the Pro Bowl period, man. Yeah, I just they they should name the because I understand there's contract incentives for players to make the Pro Bowl and all that stuff. Yeah. So just name who is this year's All NFL teams or whatever. Yeah, and have that be it. Yeah, like they should just do the, the NFL is not the NBA. The NFL is all about the matchups in real games that matter. 
Yeah. The NBA is about superstars. Like, all-star game means more for the NBA because it's all about the all-stars, period. That's what the league is built on. Yeah. NFL ain't so much about stars, man. It's about the teams and the matchups yeah. and all that. They, they so, should just have a list, like like how they yeah. do how they do the all-pros. They should mm-hmm. do the Pro Bowl list. Exactly. Uh, you know, maybe th- have like a some kind of SBs type thing, some celebration, so you can run your ads or whatever. But yeah. I don't need the Pro Bowl game. I don't need like we don't need that anymore, man. Nobody cares about it. Nobody's yeah. cared about it for a long time. Let the NBA be the king of the All Star game. That's what they do best. Yeah. The NFL does everything else better, pretty much. So yeah. nobody wants the Pro Bowl anymore, man. They need to end. Yeah, or, or, or completely reconfigure what it is because nobody cares about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but that's it. We'll, let's um, hope the Super Bowl is a good game. That's all I really care who, about. We'll see how who you goes. got. Who you think gonna win it? Uh, seeing as how Patrick Mahomes is kind of limping into it, I'm gonna give it to the Eagles, man. The Eagles. To be fair, I thought they would get exposed in the playoffs, man. At some me, point, me too. <laughs> uh, but they they've been killing everybody. Yeah, and they just look super dominant right now, man. So I I, I don't see how you can root against them or bet against them. Yeah, I'm That's just man. I'm just rooting for Jalen Hurts, man. It seems like too. he's the like just look at the way he came up, man. He was it's a at good story, man. He was at Alabama. He pretty much got benched in the national championship game for Tua. Tua ended up taking over. He ended up getting transferred to uh, – he ended up transferring to Oklahoma where he pretty much had the highest men type of year. He got drafted in the second round. People were saying – you know, the Bill Polians were saying he needed to go to wide receiver or running back or all that bullshit. Uh, and mind you, they drafted him when they still had Carson Wentz. They ended up moving on from Carson Wentz. They put him in. He had a high year, but they put a lot around him, and he got better. And um, he he pretty much had an MVP type of year, and now he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it was a really good a start to a career, man. Because I didn't think he was gonna be that good. Me neither, man. Honestly, I I thought he might get traded after a few seasons. The way he was been he had been playing. Yeah. I figured they were gonna have to look into the quarterback situation again. Yeah. But I was really happy how he played this year, man. The team has been dominant. Yeah. They look unstoppable right now. Tab says he got KC, but to be fair, man, you're a Chiefs fan, so of course you got. <laughs> I think you're from Kansas City, aren't you? So of course you got the Chiefs, man. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I'm rooting. Look, Patrick Mahomes got his chip, his ring already. So I want Jalen Hurts to get it this time, man. I'm rooting for him, but I just want the game to be good. I don't want no national championship college type shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blowout. Oh, yeah. We ain't even talk so, about that, did we? I think we did. Well, did we? Uh, that that I, I can't remember. That was embarrassing, man. <laughs> it, it was bad. Yeah, it, it was really embarrassing. It makes the whole thing look like a joke. Man. Yeah, because everybody's talking about TCU, TCU. Yeah. yeah, see, that's why you don't count the smaller schools out when yeah. it gets Georgia. Man, that shit look like uh, uh, it should. That shit look like week one. Pee wee versus varsity. <laughs> no, that look like that look, that look like Georgia versus um, Middle Cleveland Heights <laughs> Community College. Yeah, Bishop <laughs> Sycamore versus Alabama. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was rough, man. Yeah, I really couldn't believe. It. I was watching that shit at the gym. 
<laughs> and I just couldn't believe. I looked at the score for a second. I thought it was a final. <laughs> it was like 50 something. They, they went like five or some shit to three. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. It was ridiculous, man. Yeah. So I, f- I forgot what I was watching something else, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the game. Well, let me check. Man, it was like 42 zip or three or some shit. I was just like, nope. It, w- it was like the second quarter. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Let me finish watching Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, I think TCU scored early, and it was a game for like the first five minutes or so. <laughs> but then, yeah, it, it it got ugly really quick, man. Yeah, so, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, Con- nothing like that. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed because I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, if that kicker didn't miss that damn kick, yeah, <laughs> that could have been us, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tab says his family is. Yeah, yeah. I know you got roots there, man. So of course you're rooting for KC. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, we got to root for the channel view hero himself, man. We got to root for Jalen Hurts, man. We yeah, the young Shamar Moore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we rooting for Jalen Hurts over here, man. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. What else happened yeah. in the NFL? Fuck, I can't remember. But yeah. anyway, um, other things that happened this week. I guess we we'll keep it sports oriented. What's going on with all these fights in the NBA, man? I don't they, they scrapping like it's the 80s again. Hey, they turning uh, up, man. <laughs> you got Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks. Yep, the same you guy. You got uh <laughs> fucking Mo Bamba and yes. Austin River. Yes. And they it's spilling over on Twitter or, or Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, it, it, I I thought it was funny. Austin River said something like, nobody even know you except for that old song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even so was that song about him? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's the funny part about it. I didn't even now, know that. Jack West is like friends with Mo Bamba. Okay. It's like when Mo Bamba first got in the league, that song came out. Yeah, I remember yeah, I remember the song, but I, I never put <laughs> two or two together. <laughs> yeah, nah. He's like, I'm balling like my nigga Mo. Yeah, that was that was about <laughs> yeah. Mo Bamba. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, they're friends, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, that is funny. I mean that that is what he's known for. Yeah. <laughs> NBA. I didn't even know you were still in the league, to be honest. Damn. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the fucking Donovan Mitchell fight was crazy, man. That shit got that 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 was an old school fight, man. Yes, you that know, most NBA most NBA fights are like niggas getting in each other's just face. kinda like you know shark type, yeah, yeah, getting each other's faces, talking and getting pulled apart. That they was going at it. That was a that, that was a real. Fight. You know what that remind me? Of? That remind me when Charles Barkley threw the ball at Shaq. Remember, yeah. he threw the ball at Shaq, and Shaq <laughs> went he in. Rockets that time, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was with the Rockets. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what that reminded me of. I'm like, oh, and it's funny because Dylan Brooks is the one that got into it with Shannon Sharp. Yeah. So you know what what they were saying on first take and uh, and what's the other show? Uh, first, uh, not first thing first, but um. Undisputed with ship uh, with Skip and Shannon mm-hmm. is Dylan Brooks a dirty player? Yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah. first thing they said. So, yeah, man, the NBA turning up right now, man. <laughs> I see that, man. I feel like ever since um, uh, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole, it's been a different NBA since then. Man. Yeah, that was the script, man. It's <laughs> a little, little bit chippier now. <laughs> that was so. part of the script. <laughs> I see. I, I guess so. They, they, the script is TVMA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a little more violence going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like look, 
I, 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 I look, fights just happen, man. But I wonder if it keeps going on, if the NBA will be. I think uh, Dylan Brooks only got suspended for like one game or some shit like that. I think so. I think it was People one. Got game. mad about that. I wonder if if this keeps escalating, if we're gonna see tougher suspensions to try to curb it. Because I know yeah. I feel like that was a, after the mouse in the palace happened. Like the NBA got super strict about fighting after that. Man. Yeah, you see how much time they got. <laughs> you see, yeah. Ryan Artest got like seventy three games. They got super strict about fighting after that happened. Yeah. So I wonder if, if this keeps escalating. I wonder if uh, uh, Adam Silver will be a lot stricter about the punishment. I, 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 at this point, I think like he's just like it's basketball. But if it keeps going on and on and on, yeah, some of the same players too. Yeah, you might see it. At, I don't know. Yeah. How, so I, like real quick, how do you feel about him as a uh, commissioner? Do you think he's kind of like? A little soft or just kind of yes, 100 percent. do you yeah do you feel like he's the type of commissioner that just kind of see what social media is doing and try to feed into what they saying i think he's somebody that's like it, it, yeah, to answer your question yes i think he's soft i think he tries to puff his chest out sometimes when he like when there's something everybody talks about like for example carrying there was a guy who made a video on how basically everybody in NBA carries right now. And it's so silly because in high school, these, these call, these, this is traveling calls. Yeah. But you get to the NBA and suddenly nobody travels, nobody's carrying, and you've got video evidence of everybody palming the ball, carrying, traveling. And after that video hit, like I want to say the week after that video <laughs> hit, suddenly the, the memo gets leaked about, uh, all the, the the referees being more strict on carrying and traveling. And we see certain players, I think Jordan Poole got like three traveling calls back to back to back <laughs> in one game. Yeah. And suddenly everybody's a little more strict about it. But that goes away after like two weeks. Yeah. And suddenly we don't see none of those calls no more, man. So what, did everybody adjust that quickly? Yeah. So I think he sees a social media thing happen and, and he'll try to do something about it. But it'll always go back to what it was before, man. Yeah. Like, and the jerseys, I hate this jersey shit that's going on. I know people don't care about it because it's just who cares? if you're a basketball fan, you don't care about jerseys. This jersey shit's gotten silly, dog. What the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> Niggas, Rockets players wearing green and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you trying to game like who the fuck is this a G League game? <laughs> Niggas wearing pink and purple, like. What is going on, dog, with these jerseys, man? These jersey colors are out of control. The designs look ugly. I, yeah. It's, his his mid-season tournament, I don't know how that's going to look. I like the play-in. I like what you do with the play-in. I think that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Uh, But the mid-season tournament, I don't know about that, man. I think he he's doing too much with that shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, I don't think his ideas have really worked outside the play-in tournament, to be fair. Yeah, and the reason I brought up this question was because it seemed like uh, with the whole fight thing, I could see him, if it get out of control, if another fight or another brawl break out and social media is saying, oh, the NBA is turning bad or the NBA is this or they need to put a stop to this, I could see him sending out another memo Yeah, pretty much upping it just because of, what social media is saying yeah, and what, you know, Stephen A is saying. And 
if LeBron tweets something and he look at that and say, you know what, let me do something right now mm-hmm. to kind of please everybody. Because it seemed like he'd been doing that for the past few years. You know, even with the whole, um, you know, the BL, BLM stuff where he, you know, he kind of see how social media is. He, mm-hmm. he, he listened to what people were saying and then he said, you know what, let me, let me paint the court, you know, with a whole bunch of Black Lives Matter stuff. And which is, you know, I, I'm I'm cool with it. It don't matter to me, but it seemed like he kind of listened to social media and then tried to, you know, try to make something happen with that. And I'm not sure if that I'm not sure if that's being soft or if that's just being too cool where you, you know, you super open to what people are saying. I don't know what that means, but it seemed like to me, you know, when it comes to, you know, like you said, the carrying rule. Or what he might do with these fights, it feel like he kind of look at what everyone else is saying, yeah, and then try to fix that. And I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think there's such a thing as doing too much. Um, but to be fair, everybody hates the commissioner of every major sports, yeah, uh, organization, man. Everybody hates Manfred, who's a baseball fan. Everybody hates Goodell, who's a football fan. Everybody who's a basketball fan hates Adam Silver. Yeah. So nobody likes the commissioner, man. At most, you just tolerate him. Yeah. Um, I think he got anointed way too early because of what he did with that uh, Clippers owner. What was his name? Um, well, Donald got, Sterling. Uh, yeah, Ster- Sterling. Yeah. When he uh, uh, got rid of him, everybody was quick to say, Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports. Yeah. And that was like the first thing Adam Silver did. Yeah. But like people annoyed him way too quick. And I think that narrative ran for way too long. Yeah. Let's see what happens after this. And and even with that situation, man, people was kind of comparing it to like the NFL. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's a comparison, man. We all know players run that league. Players run the NBA. It's majority black. A lot of people there have a bigger voice than him and a bigger voice than most of these owners. So I think he had to do that. But if it was the other way around, like in the NFL, I don't think it'd just be that snap of a finger. <laughs> and I don't think they'd get them out of there like that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you to me, if you look at somebody like a Roger Goodell, I don't think he look. I don't think he care about what fans are saying or what the media is saying. He's strictly working for these owners, man. So he pretty much do. Wait, what, wait, wait! Stop, 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 stop the presses. Uh oh, we got breaking news. Uh oh, it's actually about thirty minutes old. Uh oh, still breaking. It's news. still breaking news. Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, big sources tell NBA on TNT. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Kyrie is going to Dallas. Wow. Damn. Thoughts, Figgy. The only thing I can think about now is LeBron acting out on the court how he did <laughs> after that foul because I think he thought Kyrie was going to end up in L.A. But I'm kind of – man, I, I wonder what they uh, gave up for him. But Yeah, I haven't I, seen any trade details yet. Yeah. I haven't seen any details on the deal. Um, so yeah, Luka Doncic 
and uh, fucking Kyrie Irving. That, that's a what a match that's. Gonna yeah, be. I wonder how that's gonna work out <laughs> because I feel like they ball, uh, they both ball dominant. But yes, damn. I'm um, trying. To, I mean, uh, Luca does need help. Yeah, I don't know if Kyrie Irving's the one to help him. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Plus, his thoughts on playing basketball full time. You know, he's gonna be missing games. Yeah. Plus, the that like, look, man, he, he complained about uh, Boston. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, Dallas. To be fair, but Dallas ain't Boston. Yeah. But I feel like you know you got Mark Cuban as an owner, and I'm sure he's gonna clash with him. Yeah, so I'm. I'm actually surprised they did this. To be honest, me too. I'm really surprised they did this. Um, but wow, yeah, Kyrie to Dallas, man. Man, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. I I never forget when Kyrie got traded from the Cavs to Boston, and he was talking about, yeah, this city is just so much better, and it's just yeah. a, all this. <laughs> I'm just like, man, what? And I under I I guess I understood what he's saying because that. Boston is a strong sports town, uh, sports mm-hmm. town, but hey, man, you know how crazy that sound. And he uh, he fucked around and found out oh, <laughs> real yeah. quick. And, like, a few years later, he was all uh, rubbing his feet on the Celtics logo, getting everybody upset about it. Yes, At the time he wants to be there long term. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Kyrie is wild, man. Kyrie is wild. Dog. He yeah. feels whatever the fuck he feels like. You know how wild it would have been if he got traded to the Lakers because he wanted to play I with LeBron. I want it to happen, man. <laughs> I want it to happen just for the box office potential and the drama. That yeah, that would have been crazy because remember he wanted out because of LeBron. Yeah. And how he wanted his own team and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He ain't sniff an NBA championship or a final sense. Nope. So <laughs> it's a player that's been consistently put in good situations, man. Yeah. And just hasn't. Outside of being with LeBron, hasn't delivered. You go yep. from there, from the Cleveland to a good Boston team. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a great Nets team. Yeah. With fucking Kevin Durant and James Harden. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to Dallas with Luka. Yeah. So he's failing up, man, to be yeah. <laughs> like it seems like. He's going to places with good players. And he's not going to like a Washington or someplace where he's just not going to win at all. But maybe the problem is him, man. And I, yeah. like, I, I, I fuck with Kyrie, dog. I, I appreciate the fuckery he brings to the league. <laughs> but it, it might the issue might be him. Yeah. If every team he goes to mm-hmm. seems to underperform. Yeah. And um and now I'm I'm looking at the Brooklyn Nets too because they seem like they just got bad luck. Yeah. They always try to make these big, huge splashes and never get anywhere, man. Now they stuck with how they was back when they traded for Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, and um, they looking rough now. So I'm sure Kevin Durant probably want to get traded too at some point. He pro- oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's – this is the crazy part. They actually have a good record. <laughs> They yeah, they were doing better after they fired Steve Nash. I saw that. At one point, they were like number one, number one, and number two seed. Yeah. So that's the crazy part, man. Like, why did Kyrie want to leave after that? Like, that could have been that could have been one final push. To- the Nets are fourth in the East with thirty-two wins and twenty losses, <laughs> and he wanted out of that. Yeah. Go to the Mavericks. 
who are which are eight. The eight, the sixth seed at twenty eight wins and twenty six. So he basically made like a lateral move. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, I don't like know. I get I the, the, I think I believe with the his issue was that um, he wanted an extension from Brooklyn, and allegedly there were some obligations in that extension offer that he didn't like. Yeah. They, they wanted him to uh, stop tweeting and putting and putting stuff on Instagram. <laughs> Maybe they want him to eat pork. I don't know. <laughs> I don't they, know they, what they, the stipulation no, was. They, they pro- Somebody said yeah. there was a, a championship requirement, mm. which it seems ridiculous to me. Like, how can you put something like that? Yeah, in a contract, man. Yeah, for one player. Yeah, and I they, can see for a coach having that incentive, but for a player, that seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and they probably and they probably um, honestly the way um, it was this se- yeah this season the way this season went when you know he made the tweet and you know he didn't want to uh, I think it was a couple years ago too with the COVID vaccine and mm-hmm. him um, you know refusing to get it so he didn't play and all this other stuff. They probably put something in the contract saying, hey, you got to play this many amount of games for you to get yeah. all of this money. And he probably was like, nah. So, I look, man, Brooklyn trying to cover their butts because what he was doing, like, and I, I respect what he did, man. That's his belief. I can't be mad at somebody's belief. But if you're the owner and you give somebody all this money, I, I totally understand putting a couple clauses in this contract if you want to if you want a big big time extension so i, I get it yeah, it was about time man the whole it didn't work in brooklyn didn't work yeah there's been controversy after controversy every season with him mm-hmm. since his time in brooklyn yeah and i think it was time man um now as Kev, as far as kevin durant i don't know he did request a trade last year and then or the in the off season and they didn't make it because they couldn't get what they thought he was worth from yeah. any other team. So he stayed, and yeah, Kyrie's gone now. So yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I wonder what Kevin Durant contract looked like because I think his contract was so crazy that I th- I guess historically teams ain't couldn't have enough to even try to get him because the contract was so cr- the contract was so crazy. Brooklyn would look stupid if they just gave that up, <laughs> because I think he had like a three or four year deal or something. He had something crazy where he had some years left on his deal. It wasn't like a one year contract where you you know not really worth nothing. So um, I think teams didn't have enough players or money to even try to get him or draft picks to try to get him. So he was really stuck. So I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie and Dallas just feel like it's gonna be hilarious, though, man. So yeah, I, with I, Mark I, Cuban, <laughs> with Mark Cuban, with Luca, with everybody there, and just how he is as a person, it'll be very interesting, man, to say the least. So yeah. I'm here for the fuckery, man. I think the NBA needs more fuckery. I, we're yeah. getting there now, man. Like fuck, the games are unwatchable with all this ridiculous three-point shooting and scoring yeah final score is being 120 the, the rock you seen the rockets 121 and lost the game lost by, by 30, 30. 
Doug, they scored 121 and lost by 30. The NBA is ridiculous. It's straight up 2K now. People always talk about, oh, is this 2K? This is 2K type shit, man. Yes. 121 to 150-something <laughs> is a fight. No overtime, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. The NBA is some cartoon shit now, dog. This is like the final score of the Toon Squabbers, the Monstars, or some <laughs> shit, dog. So the NBA yeah. is ridiculous. We need more fuckery. And I'm glad we're getting it. Players fighting. Players getting traded, players getting suspended for tweets. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it all, man. Fuck it. The, the, the league itself is getting boring to me. Yeah, uh, we we need some excitement. We need more fuckery. And that's what the NBA does best. Yeah. So fuck it. The games are unwatchable at this point to me, but yeah, the the, the storylines and narratives are exciting. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm still trying to see. <laughs> I'm trying to see what um what did they get? Oh, so. It looked like the Nets are trading um, Kyrie to Dallas for uh, Spencer Dinwiddle, which is somebody they had already before. Yeah. Brooklyn had him before. Uh, Dorian Finley-Smith, a first-round pick in multiple seconds. That ain't really nothing. It really isn't. But, I mean, <laughs> but he, he do got like – he do That's got probably the best offer they could get with him. Man. He got one year left on this deal, I want to say. Yeah. So, yeah. so Kyrie yeah, can know, dip like, if he wants to. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine he's gonna go somewhere else. He might go to LA next year, man. I can I can see so, that because I don't think basically th- you're just renting him for one year. Whoever yeah. got him, so yeah. So I don't think I don't think Dallas gonna make the um, finals and win it next uh, this year. Nah. So yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, man, a lot going on now. LeBron about to break the scoring record. Kyrie going to Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, the memes are out of control. By the way, man, I, like I, I, I see it. I just seen a fucking <laughs> Ben Staples posted some shit with Luca cracking the whip. As soon as <laughs> it's, it's gonna be Luca when uh, fucking Kyrie do some shit or something. The memes are getting hilarious, man. So yeah, yeah. Twitter is I, Twitter is blown. I just up. seen this. It said when um, Luca see Kyrie walk in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Jay-Z is just a naturally funny person. Like, his expressions, him and Michael Jordan, yes. have, like, the funniest faces to me. Like, <laughs> every face Jay-Z and every face Michael Jordan make are, like, caption-worthy or, or some shit for a meme. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Jay-Z got that dry humor because I think yeah. he, he's a big fan of, like, Curb. Um, yeah. He's a big fan of Seinfeld. That's that type of humor, so <laughs> Yeah. These memes are hilarious, man. <laughs> Looking forward to the fuckery, man. So fuck it, we'll see. Yeah. Kyrie Kyrie in Dallas. <laughs> When's the next time? Did Dallas play Houston again? When's the next record coming up? When's the next I record? hope so. So in your in your mind, did you kinda low key wanted Kyrie to get traded to Houston? Yes. Just, <laughs> I kinda did too, man. I don't like that. Look, man, <laughs> these games are fucking the team is ass. Like, I don't know if they're ever going to get better at this point. Like, eventually they will, I'm sure. But, like, the team is so bad. I'm like, fuck the future at this point, man. I'm not putting the franchise in the hands of no Jalen Green at this point, man. He's not panning out like we thought he would. <laughs> <laughs> they said Luca at the three games. <laughs> Oh, these are hilarious. <laughs>
Luka going to convert to Islam. He was a cowboy this year, and now he's going to convert to Islam after being uh, exposed to the truth. Yeah. Brother show Kyrie. me something if I couldn't have it then. <laughs> fuck would you show me something if I couldn't That's have it then? Video, fuck would you show me something? <laughs> Low-key, Kevin, uh, Kevin Garnett was really good in that movie, man. Yeah, he was, man. When I saw he was in an Adam Sandler movie, I was like, okay, it's going to be awful. <laughs> he was really good in that movie, man. <laughs> Did you like that movie? I liked it. I thought it was... It was a very stressful movie to watch. It was, man. Like, was my anxiety very, very was through the roof movie. watching that shit. Yeah. It was very <laughs> stressful. I, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. But I thought it was a good movie, man. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, that part, this is this is my favorite clip from the movie. Why the fuck would you show me something if I couldn't have it? <laughs> my favorite shot of the movie was uh, Julia Fox in that thong. She looked good. Oh, yeah. Now she looked like a crackhead, but back in that time, mm. Yeah. Tab says, Rocket, I have not watched one NBA game in two seasons, not one second. I can't blame you, man. Like, honestly, it's, the games are just, I don't know. They're missing something, man. It's just the, the scoring. And I, I, I'll go, I'll watch the games I go to. But as far as watching, besides if it's like game seven of the finals or some shit like that, yeah. it's hard to get invested, man. Yeah. Yeah. Teams jumping, players jumping from team to team now. You got scoring is ridiculous now. The what the play style is not everybody's cup of tea. And it can be a rough watch sometimes, man. But yeah. The storylines are very exciting and funny and the memes are funny. So I'll say that much. Yeah. I think I think the problem too is they um like I don't know if it's just me not being as interested, but so it's a bunch of storylines around the trade deadline saying, oh, who this team should get, who that team should get. And most of the players, I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Yes. Re- remember that little meme on um, Breakfast Club? I, f- I don't know who the dude Tommy was. Tommy Davidson, yeah. Like, who are these Why niggas? niggas? Who yeah. are these niggas? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that. I'm, I'm like, who is these guys? And then the killer part, I mean, if you don't know the guys, you don't know the guys. But the killer part is... Um, they be like, oh, the San Antonio Spurs are looking for three first round picks for this guy. And I know the, the draft picks don't mean as much as in the NBA, but I'm like, three first round picks for a, yeah. a nigga I don't know. <laughs> like, how good is this dude? <laughs> like, like uh, Oklahoma City, City Thunder is looking for four first round picks for this some dude. This this dude I don't in the even NFL that would be unheard of. Yes, Deshaun but went in for the three. NBA, it was just like nothing. Yes, Deshaun went for three first round picks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who the hell is this dude? But um, I think I think that by itself is a problem, man. Like, and I I feel like I follow the NBA pretty you know decently, mm-hmm. and you know, like some dude from the Hawks that I never even heard of. People saying this dude is really good. I'm like, damn, how come I don't know about? I, we should know about them then. Yeah. I, I, don't... I mean, the, the problem is, like, there's a lot of good scores in the NBA now. I looked at, Somebody looked it up and said there's like 30-plus players that score 25 points or more mm. average. And that's a lot of players, man. Yeah. Like, even in a superstar-based league, there's only so many, so many people we can commit to memory. <laughs> you know, you know Kevin Durant. You know LeBron. Yeah. You know Luka. You know Giannis. Mm-hmm. But... Do you know Spencer Dinwiddle? Do you know yeah. like these niggas on the Spurs? Do you know DeJounte Murray? Yeah. Like there, there's people who just 
there's too many people scoring in bunches to memorize all of them, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, look, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, man. LeBron plans if Rob Polinka. <laughs> like, I, realistically, though, I don't know how the Lakers could have gotten Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that would happen. What do they have to give up for him? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the um I feel like Dallas didn't give up that much. But still, I I don't know, man. I would I, assume the Lakers have like no more first round picks left for like the next five years. Cause of who they got, they got Russell Westbrook and they got Anthony Davis. Yeah. I would assume that cost a lot to get those yeah. players. Yeah, so. I think they I think they do have some, but I don't know if they willing to give it up like that because I heard they've been stingy the past couple years, and I think well, they if, have to think about life after LeBron. Yeah, and I think that's not the last much longer. I think that's the problem. LeBron is not the GM. <laughs> Y'all know he was the GM in Cleveland, but he's not the GM there. And I think they like, nah, we not giving up a first round. They, I mean, maybe they would have, but I feel like they probably was like, nah, we ain't. <laughs> We ain't about to be throwing away these first round picks, and and the team not even that good. If they was like number one in the West or something, then I can see that. But shit, they barely in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know, but yeah, I'm not surprised Lakers didn't get them. Cause look, there's the Lakers ain't going nowhere. Look, Kyrie would not save their season, man. The Lakers ain't going nowhere, man. Just be happy. That LeBron gonna break the record at Staples Center. Yeah. Live with that, okay? Because <laughs> it's not looking too good for that team right now. Yeah. What are their, where are they standards wise? Where are they in the standings? They are, Lakers are the thir- 13th in the West. Yeah. 25 wins, 29 losses. And they actually oh, been yeah. playing better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I think the last time we did this podcast, that's when um, Shannon Sharp blew up. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they actually won that game. They was getting their ass whooped. We thought they was gonna lose, so they actually came back and won that game. But, they are five and five of their last ten. So, yeah, that's that's better yeah. than what they've been playing they before. Were. Yeah, and they're way better than the Rockets. And they, too, so. yeah, and they still not not good. <laughs> the drop off from the Lakers to the two worst teams is crazy. <laughs> you got the Lakers at twenty five wins. Like every look at this, Lakers Thunder. 25 wins. Trailblazers, 26. Pelicans, 27. Jazz, 27. Timberwolves, 28. They're all like within one game or two games of each other. Yeah. The West is the New East. The Spurs with 14 wins and the Rockets (laughs) with 13 wins, man. Yeah. You go from 25 to 14 and 13. Yeah. The two worst teams. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see what Kyrie does in Dallas, but (laughs) Very interesting time, to say the least, in the NBA. It's heating up now. (laughs) Trade deadline, man. Things heating up now. (laughs) Eric, I wonder if if the Rockets going to do something at the trade deadline. They still got Eric Gordon ass. Yeah, ain't to let him go, man. Free him. (laughs) He done his time. He done served. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Let him out the pen, man. Free Eric Gordon. (laughs) Going through it over there, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Tank for Wimby, man. All that matters now. Tank for Wimby. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened this week, man? 
I know it's been an all sports podcast yeah. so far, so we can mix it up yeah. now. Did you um did you see the um the Chinese balloon or whatever everybody kept talking about? Yeah, I saw that, man. I didn't know what was going on, man. <laughs> so there was like a Chinese spy balloon or something that was spotted, and then Biden made the call to blow it up. It's in like a fighter jet at it to blow up the balloon, man. And that's all I understand from it, man. Like, I don't know what China's doing sending balloons over here. They already got TikTok. I mean, they're already spying on us, man. They get, you got TikTok here. What do you need balloons for? Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about I, that. I don't I mean, I, funny, though. Yeah, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> Like I still don't understand what it is, but yeah, let me look. Chinese balloon. Yeah, whatever it is, I think. I mean, regardless, I think we fucked anyway. So. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a suspected spy balloon, but I don't understand. Like, was there a camera in it? That's what confused me. Like, how is this thing spying on people? Yeah, and then I think they, I think the Chinese government said it was more of a weather. Th- um, a uh, balloon for weather or something like that. Climate. They were, they were. Oh no! They were trying to make a tsunami come or some shit, man. They were trying to alter. They were trying to steal our weather. <laughs> Probably so. They're trying That's to create weather. We the tech. They. They're, they're the reason why we got the Texas freeze this past week, man. Yeah. It was China. <laughs> I'm blaming them. Yeah. <laughs> My homie in Austin lost power for like 48 hours, man. Oh, snap. Yeah, with that little winter storm that happened. Austin lost, like, a good bit of power. Damn. Past few days. It was rough. Yeah, and I seen Dallas had some snow. <laughs> yeah, icy roads. I saw people sliding and drifting on them shits. Yeah. <laughs> she was crazy, man. <laughs> Luckily, Houston was spared. We didn't get oh, we got man. cold. We would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we would have been Perhaps screwed. it was a hot air balloon. Like, wait, was it? I thought it was just, like, a regular balloon. I don't know what it was, man. I'm trying to read up on it now, but <laughs> yeah, followed, yeah, whatever. Who cares? What was what's funny is um, seeing all the people, the, the political people. Like, see, this is why J- Joe Biden. See, he's not tough enough to be our president. Look at what what they're doing over there. I'm like, man, how, how the hell? Like, we need to figure out what the hell it is. Yes. <laughs> You know, that's everybody's job, man. No matter what, like, the, the Fox News people got to shit on Biden, no matter what it is. The the, the CNN people got to shit on Trump or whoever the Republican president is, no matter what he does. That's just the game now, man. Yeah. So I remember the weirdest thing I saw about the Trump shit. Not the weirdest thing, because it was a bunch of weird shit. It wasn't nearly the weirdest thing, to be fair. But um, I remember when Trump, called the MS-13 gang like animals. Mm. And people said, we shouldn't dehumanize people. They were defending MS-13, <laughs> dog. And I'm like, have y'all seen what this gang has done, dog? Have you read their rap sheet? Yeah. Like, I understand the spirit of what you're trying to say, but this is not the group. <laughs> Nigga, they, they killed pregnant women. They killed children. Like, they, this, this yeah. was crazy what they've done, man. Yeah. So, look, you can criticize Trump all you want, but don't do it to the point where you're defending MS-13 and saying they should be treated as, nah, man. Yeah. That gang is crazy. <laughs> read their rap sheet, man. Yeah. That, that's some other shit. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's that's all the game. 
Yeah. Tab says they already have satellites spying on us. Yeah, they do. The government spies on us. Like everybody yeah. spies on us, man. It yeah, is they've spying on us on, through this already. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Tab says hot air flying at 62,000 feet higher than commercial aircraft in clouds. So what can it get from there? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm confused about. Like, yeah. What's what, in the balloon? I what is it? In the balloon. Yeah. Is it anthrax? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> like, what What can it, what information can it gather from that high up in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm interested in. But yeah. <laughs> it's shot down now, so who cares? But very interesting to see. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember, like, a few months ago, um, the government just randomly said there's UFOs out there. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. They're like, yeah, there's uh, the, the, this thing was seen two years ago. We still don't know what it is. <laughs> it was in the sky. We all saw it, and we don't know where it came from. We don't know what it was. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got so aliens here. Yeah. <laughs> they just casually let us know <laughs> aliens are already here. They, they they just in the cut. So. Yeah. That's where we are now, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Other <laughs> things that happened this week. Um, let's see. What have we not talked about yet? Did you see the uh the Drake Apollo performance or at least some clips of it? He brought out Dipset. Yeah. You see that whole thing. I, what I, did you I, about Drake at the Apollo? I seen a couple of them. I heard it was a really good show. Like some of the um the clips I saw, um, it was pretty good. But um, I think a lot of people, and it's funny, let me know if this hate or not. So a lot of people, I, I'm not hating on the performance at all. I thought it was pretty cool. But a lot of people was clowning Drake because of the way he was acting when Dipset hit the stage. And um, I think he had Cam's pink fur on. Yeah. And he was pretty much being like a, a I don't want to say groupie. But he was being super like, ooh, that type of thing, singing the words and all that stuff. A lot of people um, were pretty much saying how corny that was. Do you feel like that was corny or you feel like people was kind of hating? Because he he genuinely looked happy to see them up there performing. No, and I saw some other takes, too. I saw a bunch of terrible takes on his shit, man. I saw people say, like, oh, a lot of Drake's career is just him you know, acting like he was a part of things he wasn't a part of and, and basically being fake or, mm-hmm. or living out a life that he never got to live out. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all, it was a cool moment, man, okay? Yeah. We always say how the OGs in hip-hop don't get enough respect and love. Yeah. So when somebody actually does get their flowers while they're here to get it, yeah, niggas still got to complain, man. Yeah. Like, it was dope what he did, man. You think Dipset would have got on the Apollo and had that kind of crowds in 2023? Mm-hmm. Without Drake, right? <laughs> like he's paying homage to the legends, man. And what's yeah. wrong with being a fan for a second? We all were, we're all, we're all around Drake's age here. He's yeah. thirty six. I'm thirty five. You're what 34? Thirty four. So, like, we were all Dipset stands at one <laughs> point, man. Okay. Yeah. We all saw the counting money freestyle on rap scene when we were kids, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were all Dipset stands at one point. So what, I don't see the issue with that. People just yeah. want to hate Drake for whatever reason, man. Yeah. It was getting silly. It got silly at that point. Yeah, I agree, man. I thought it was cool. And, that, and you know, we've been critical of Drake a lot on this yes. podcast. The one thing I will always respect him for is 
giving back to the OGs. Yeah. He he do stuff like that all the time. He, you know, a lot of people, I, honestly, I don't think he have to because he's up at a point where he don't have to do that. But he, for the simple fact that he he gave him that platform and he just sat back and was a fan. He did the same thing with the, remember the Kanye free Larry Hoover concert? Yeah. He kind of did the same thing there. He just kind of, you know, he did some of his stuff, but he kind of just sat back and let Kanye do his thing. And he was a he was a fan because he did grow up to Kanye West. He looked up to Kanye at some point. So um, I seen nothing wrong with him, you know, rocking the pink fur and being a um, Dipset fan at that moment, man. A lot of people, a lot of rappers have an ego where they act like they too good to do that or mm-hmm. – they don't want nobody on their stage, and they act like they don't listen to rap music. That's that's one thing a lot of rappers do, man. A lot of rappers, if you ask some old school rappers who their favorite rappers are, they they always say some bullshit like, "Oh, I don't listen to rap." Yeah, uh, I like R and B more. I'm more of an R and B. Like you have people like Raekwon or Ghostface, like, "Oh, I only listen to R and B. I don't listen to rap." It's like, come on, man, like. You was a fan of something. Maybe it's not mm. something current, but you was a fan of somebody when they uh, around your era too. So um, I like what he I like what he did um, here, and he do it pretty often. So um, I gotta give him his flowers for that alone. Yeah. So um, yeah, salute to Drake. It, it seemed like it was a cool ass show. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I know issue with it, man. Yeah, the people, some people just want to stir the pot on Twitter at this point. <laughs> yeah. And they got to have a problem with everything. There was nothing wrong with him bringing out Dipset, man. Yeah, and they tried to pull the whole, shit. oh, he wasn't outside during that time. He was a cold culture from, shit. Come on. He's from Canada, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was Degrassi. He just wanted to be cool. Like, man, nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't know what, I don't think I was in eighth grade, seven to eighth grade when Dipset was out. Right. How many of us were gang banging at yes. in that age, man? <laughs> yes. Come on, dog. Yes. So my, my corny ass will be on stage like that too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And then I think Jim Jones ended up saying he's the official fifth member of um, Dipset now or something. Said something. Okay. That don't, that don't mean nothing now. I think no, the box battle. But. <laughs> yeah. I think that slot been open for a minute now. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably need a third member at this point. <laughs> I think it's only Jim Jones and Santana. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And also, too, I wanted to make a point here. With Drake doing stuff like this pretty often, I think that's why Drake has been untouchable for the year for over the past few years. Because, you know, uh, the way Drake roll around, if this was the 90s, I think people would have been ate him up alive. Mm-hmm. He, he, they would have been ran him out. But, like, he's so, he's like a, a, he's a huge star. And he paid, you know, he pays homage to a lot of the legends. So, you know, that's why a lot of people, that's why you never hear a lot of people really going at, at him as much. Because he get he give Dipset their spotlight, and Dipset Dipset would never say a bad thing about him. That's why you see a lot of other people, you know, they they really didn't step in with the whole Pusha T thing, because they I'm sure a lot like Pusha T, but Drake is you know cool with him. He's running shit and he's actually cool with people. 
So they, you know, they, they're they're good with that because he actually showed them respect. And a lot of rappers wouldn't do that because um, if you look if you look at some bigger rappers that was like on top of the world, but they ain't really rock with nobody. They was too good for everybody. Whenever they stumble a little bit, that's when everybody be like, see, see, like we ain't rocking with him. You kind of seen that with Nicki Minaj a little bit. But Drake, he show everybody respect, man. So that's why he's where he is now. So I I can't help but to respect that. I agree. I agree, man. Um, Tab says they don't know what's in the balloon. Back, back to the balloon. <laughs> Tab says they don't know what's in the balloon. CIA is fishing out the balloon out of the ocean right now to investigate or the FBI. Tab, we're going to make you the minister of like world affairs, man, because I don't <laughs> do enough research on these topics. I'll be trying to stay off social media a lot. So we yeah. need you to chime in sometimes and let us I, know what's I, going on. I might on. have to hit you up on the side. Like, <laughs> you explain to me what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what up, Ernesto? We see you on Facebook as well, man. What up, Ernesto? Good to see you here as well, man. Yeah. For a nice little Sunday afternoon stream. Yeah. We got the breaking news that Kyrie is going to the Mavericks, among other things happening today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, other yeah. things, uh, what do you think about Bad Boys 4 still being on schedule to be released, man? Do you care? I don't care, and I won't. I ain't going to see. I'm shocked they're doing another one, man. I'm not. The third one did really well. Yeah. Whenever a movie does really well, you can always count on some more to follow it, man. Yeah. So, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of shocked. Like, how, how do you feel about the current state of Will Smith right now? Do you think everything kind of getting back to normal a little bit? Or? I think it is. I think, um, I think we'll finally be over it officially when the Chris Rock special drops. Mm-hmm. Because I think he has a special coming in net on Netflix like either next month or April or something like that, sometime soon. Yeah. It's gonna be like a live stream comedy special on Netflix. And he's finally gonna say to the whole entire world his jokes on it. <laughs> and I think after that happens, we can finally put it all behind us. I know Will Smith dropped like a slave movie a few months ago. I don't think it did that well. I yeah. didn't see anybody who saw it. Yeah. But he did a whole press run. He talked about it to everybody. And I think at this point, man, the slap is old news, dog. Yeah. Move on. As I'm, soon as Chris Chris Rock puts his special out, I think we're done with it. I'm kind of over Chris. I mean, not, not Chris Brown, but I'm over mm-hmm. Chris Rock talking about it at this point. He ain't yeah. really say much about it. He, a little comment here and there, but I'm kind of over it now. I think, like, I think it's, I mean, it's Chris Rock, so it's still going to do good. Mm-hmm. And I think with Netflix doing this live stream, I think it's Netflix, right? It's, yeah. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix doing a live stream type thing. I think that's something different I've never seen before. So I'll be watching, I'll be watching for that alone just to see how it is. And that might be the future going forward. But, um, I'm kind of over the whole Will Smith smack thing. Like, I, I don't want to hear, I, I I don't want to hear the jokes at this point, man. <laughs> like, that shit was, what, two years old? That was last year. I think it was yeah. last year. But it's like, man, like I ain't trying to hear it a year later. 
Yeah, he kind of took too long to put the special out, man. Yeah. But I, I understand he did go on tour and he made jokes about it. I understand it takes a while to write jokes and do the whole set and make it clean and cut. Yeah. But it, 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 it he did kind of take too long, man. Yeah. And I, I was like, it, it wasn't that big of a deal at this point. Yeah. I will, I would just watch the special just because it's Chris Rock. Yeah. But I'm not tuning in just to see what he said, what he got to say about the smack. Yeah. It's like, man, it's over, man. He, I think a lot of people will tune in just to see that. Yeah. To me, I'm a Chris Rock fan, so me I'm gonna check it out no matter what. Yeah, me too. I just, I just don't like the whole, um, I guess, I guess it's smart, but the whole build up to, oh yeah, yeah. he gonna dress this. Like, I think he should have just dressed it <laughs> when it was hot already. Yeah. And and kept it moving, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still gonna do numbers. He's still gonna probably set a record on um, Netflix or some shit. So. Yeah, I'm sure. But I mean, at this point, look, I think Will Smith got to be working again, and everybody. I don't think he should be blackballed for that shit, man. Like he's already yeah. not allowed to the Oscars. They already made their decision, so fair enough. Yeah, but. I have nothing against Bad Boys Four. I didn't see Bad Boys Three. I seen it. It was want to make it. Oh, oh, who cares? Yeah, I seen it. It was alright, but it's just is. I mean, is it? I guess I'm, it's too old. I mean, older, older actors, man. Mm-hmm. It just it don't hit like Bad Boys One or Two. Like I understand Bad Boys One. You know they were somewhat in their prime. They were still young. Now, you know, Marlon Lawrence a little chubby. <laughs> he needs to at least lose some weight, man, for this next one, dog. He was he was bloated as hell on that last on Bad Boys 3, dog. Yeah. Like, I understand <laughs> you get older. We talk about the struggles with losing weight. Yeah. But you you knew this movie was coming for years. Yeah. Like, you gotta get a little bit better shape, man. I hope he does. I'm I'm, ca- I'm kinda curious. Like I'd be scared to talk about that type of stuff because I don't know if he had health problems. Yeah. But he looked a little too heavy to be playing in that role as a cop. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know the way the last one ended. I, I knew it was going to be making another one, but it seemed like more. Um, it seemed like they're more focused on getting to four now because yeah. t- between two and three, that was a long time. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, we got to get four rolling. <laughs> yeah, we'll still care about it, kind of. Yeah, so. yeah. So. Um, yeah, I guess it is what it is, man. Have you seen the trailer for the White Man Can't Jump remake? I didn't it's see Matt it. Carlo. We got to watch this. Li- I got to see a reaction to it in live stream, man. All right, let me find um, But yeah, there's a new trailer out for the new White Man Can't Jump remake starring Jack Harlow um, and some other people in it. <laughs> but yeah, I want to know what you think about it, man, because I saw it and I'm... It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, basically. I'll say that much. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be in these remakes and reboots. All right. I'm getting a little sick of it, man. Yeah. I can't believe they really going through with this. <laughs> yeah. I can believe it, but I, I still can't believe, like, why is y'all touching this, man? One thing I'm happy they announced this on Hulu as well, I think. King of the Hill is coming back. Oh, okay. And I think that's a very underrated show. I thought it was fucking hilarious, man. Especially being from Texas. Yeah. Like, the stereotypes, that show was so on point, man. Yeah. With the character. What part of Texas was they from? Was it Dallas? I, I want to say it was, like, Arlington. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, his whole thing is that he was a super Cowboys fan. So, yeah, the show is just funny, man. Yeah. And usually I, I don't like when they bring stuff back way later. But I think Mike Judge is actually a dude who can do that. I heard the new Beauty's and Butthead shit was actually pretty good. I saw some really? clips of it. It was actually good. Okay. So I think the creator, Mike Judge, can actually bring it back and not make it corny. Mm. So I'm excited for that, man. Of course, Brittany Murphy is not here. I probably should have. She died, but she was a voice of Luann. Mm. Um, Want to see if they recast her or just have another person in that role. I don't know. Yeah. So, so it should be looking exactly the same, right? Yeah. Okay. In theory, and that's a good thing about a cartoon. You know, people don't age. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Everybody can look the Shit. same. Shit, look at the like Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so here, here is a trailer for the new White Man Can't, or the first look. I think it's not the official trailer, but it's just the first look of yeah. the new White Man Can't Jump remake on Hulu. I probably should have asked this earlier, but how much cash do you have on you? Did you not bring enough money to cover this game? I brought like eighty. I'm already I'm irritated. Oh, 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 oh. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. What's up with your boy? He's almost done. I'm like the P.T. Anderson of basketball psychological warfare. Who is P.T. Anderson? Our greatest living director. Spike Lee is our greatest living director. Spike Lee is not even a good Knicks fan. I knew this was a mistake. Oh, 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 oh. Waited all. Yeah, man. It's I'm exactly all right. What I thought it was going to be, though. Oh, white guy reference to white guy pop culture. Oh, I don't know that. A black guy. Like, this type of shit. Yeah. Enough, man. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. And see, I think the problem is, too, when they made the original white man can't jump, you could t- you could kind of feel the struggle that was going on in that, in that movie. You see, both of them, both of the dudes was out there hustling trying to make money they were going through shit i did not feel like they was going through shit <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know they gonna make it they you you gotta make it modern at some point so it's gonna be a whole bunch of fake struggle like oh man i don't know how i'm gonna get into college or oh man i'm just trying to you know the the original one man uh 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 what's oh boy i forgot his name the white white dude um what do you hear uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. You could tell he was going through it, man. He was trying to, he was trying to get money. He was throwing all his money away on. He was a gambleholic, pretty much. Lost his girl and all that shit, man. You could kind of feel that. This one looked like a damn Disney movie, man. So <laughs> I don't know. It just looked. Goofy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I could. It's going to be way more of a comedy. <laughs> and this one um yeah it just doesn't like look white men can't jump was made at a time when there was a like there was a legit like race war on on basketball courts <laughs> with black players and white players man like and, and now look at the nba now the best players are like white yeah white you know, people can actually Luka, fl- yeah you got a fucking joker you got some of the best players it, now are white. I know they're it, foreign, but they're yeah. still white, man. So it's like the perception ain't even the same as it was in the 90s. Yes, so. yes. So it's not like, oh, this white boy on the court, he can't play. Or he he can't shoot. Yeah. Or he can't dunk. You don't have like, that now. It, it, it's not. Like, I'm sure some places have that. But it's not like it was back in the 90s, man. Yeah. There was, like, pushback against. Like, I know Michael Jordan was heavy. Like, 
allegedly he was heavily against hiring Tony Kukoc and some of the white players to be on the Bulls. He's like, man, they, they can't play. Yeah. You know, so that sentiment is gone in today's NBA, on uh, um, NBA course, man. I think anybody who plays ball knows that any any white boy can do whatever at this point, man. Like, so it, it's not the 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 culture war angry there no more. So even calling it white man can't jump sounds kind of outdated. Yeah, because who is out here saying white man ain't got no hops? Yeah. And Steve Nash got hops. No, I, I, see the, I forget the dude's name. Super white player had a nasty dunk over a dude. Dog. <laughs> like, this was a few weeks ago, man. I'm like, holy shit. It's a different NBA now, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, th- th- it just, it doesn't work in today's era. Yeah. I don't see. It's like bringing Space Jam back, man. Yeah. <laughs> it just don't really work in today's era, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it, man. This is my favorite scene from that movie. <laughs> when he, um, buddy over here said, I'm going to go to my car, get my other gun, and shoot everybody <laughs> ass. <laughs> I ain't but, seen this movie in a long time, man. I got to rewatch it. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, the funny thing about this movie is apparently the worst basketball player on set was Wesley Snipes. I can believe that. <laughs> he said They said he could not play basketball at all. Like, Woody Harrelson was actually pretty good. Yeah. But they actually had, like, show <laughs> Wesley Snipes how to play basketball. He didn't know how to play basketball, man. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, he literally did. Like, I know how to play enough where I can get on the court. Yeah. But he probably no, ain't know how to play at all. He looked really bad. Damn. And they had to, like, train and they used doubles and all that. But, yeah, he could not play. Damn. He was, like, the worst player on set. <laughs> very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Rosie Perez. <laughs> it's funny when I first seen this, I didn't know he played in the NBA. He was actually an NBA player. Who is he? Um, I forgot his name, but um, his son. He familiar. Uh, yeah, the dude that with the, him. He yeah. so his son is actually the dude that's on Twitter. Is it uh um damn what the fuck is name? He always making the funny little clips. Uh, I'm gonna try to find his Twitter, but um okay. his um uh, he played in the NBA. His son is like a comedian or like a Instagram or Twitter comedian or some shit. <laughs> See, I don't think, man. See, I just don't think the movie gonna be like that, man. Hell no, man. Yeah, it's gonna be. They broke. They trying to make money, and and they having they cracking jokes every twenty seconds. It'd be like a Marvel movie, man. Yeah, (laughs) it ain't gonna be like no. I don't know. It's it's gonna be different, man. And Jack Harlow, I don't know, man. It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like once I heard they were making. A uh, uh, white man can't jump reboot with Jack Harlow. I imagined exactly that trailer, man. That type of shit. Yeah. And white guy says something only white people know. Black guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like that's the most dated ass shit you can do, man. At this 
point. Yeah. I'm getting sick of it, but whatever. Yeah, speaking of that, man, that's a great transition because we had another movie that hit on Netflix with Eddie Murphy, which is called You People. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah, of the whole yeah, yeah, speaking of the whole racial um stuff that, you know, different races don't know about each other and all that stuff. So it was a movie just like that, and um, yeah, Eddie. It was a start. You read this. You read the cast before we started yes. doing the podcast. <laughs> Talk about Star Stutter. It was some people in there I ain't even realized was in there. But yeah. um, I looked at the cast and it looked like they said, "Okay, we want white and black people to watch this movie. <laughs> so let's just get like some of the famous, most famous white and black people we can think of that are available and cheap." <laughs> And we'll get them to do the movie, man. Because this movie got Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Mia <laughs> Long, David Duchovny from X Files, <laughs> Taco from Odd Future, Young Miami, Lala Anthony, Mike Epps, Rhea Perlman from Cheers, Andrew Schultz, <laughs> Anthony Anderson, Dion Cole. Man, this cast is ridiculous, dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how this movie was casted, man. This is insane. Yeah. Real quick, we're going to get back, back to that real quick, but this is the guy. You, I know you've seen his tweets before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that guy. Yeah, I so. I I muted him. Yeah. So his dad, um, I forgot his real name, but his dad played in the NBA. Oh, okay. Like, um, I guess he was kind of well-known. He wasn't no all-star, all-star, but. He played well enough where people knew who he was, but that's his um that's his dad. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but yeah. But um anyway, back to this movie. I actually saw this movie and um look, man, people was hyping this movie up a lot to the point I would feel like a dumbass if I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where multiple people asked me if I saw this movie yet. <laughs> And I'm like, not yet, not because you know you got to sit down, you got to have some time to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So um, I finally watched it. Me and the wife, we watched it, and we actually laughed. We paused the like. This is how you know something is um, a little funny when you got to pause it so you could get the laughs out, so you don't miss anything else. So that happened a few times in the movie, but um, overall, man. Um, I don't know if I'll watch this movie again. Um, A lot of people, I've been seeing a lot of uh, black folks mainly kind of a little disturbed about this movie because this is one of the, I would say, I would put, this is a rom-com. I would put this in the category as a rom-com, but it's one of those movies where um, you remember, you remember the movie, I think with Ashton Kutcher, and uh, I think it was, was it Bernie Mac? It was somebody like the, um, I forgot the name of the damn movie, but it was pretty much the same, um, the same plot of uh, the inter, the interracial dating and you meeting the father or you meeting the family yeah, and all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like meet the parents, but with an interracial mix. Yeah, it was a movie, I want to say it was Ashton Kutcher, um, uh, Zoe Sandana. It's called Guess Who. Guess Who, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty much a raunchier, uh, more cringy jokes <laughs> of that. 
And um, I thought it was okay. I I, I laughed. Um, uh, I laughed throughout the movie, but it's just it wasn't written good, man. It was so predictable. It didn't even seem real, man. Uh, Lauren London. I don't. I don't put her in the category as like a top tier at, at actress. She mm-hmm. just. She just don't do it for me. I thought she was fine in ATL, but her being the star of a show, man, I'm. I just wasn't on board with. It seemed like t- my personal opinion seemed like this movie was a straight up money grab, where um, they just hopped on set and just did what the script wanted them to do. The, the 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 movie to me overall just seemed like a it seemed like it was a high school play, like a raunchy high school play, because you had the inappropriate jokes, and you know um, you know the 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 white people in the, playing in this movie was doing some wild stuff where it's like oh like ugh, this is like that office cringy type feel to it, but. Um, Man, it to me it wasn't realistic because you had somebody like Lauren London who never kissed the dude she was with. <laughs> it's it, like I just don't I just don't get it. It was like some old ass 1980s something where she might have put in her contract that I don't want to kiss anybody in this movie, but she playing a major role. And it's like, man, like she to me, she's not that good of, the, of an act, actress to <laughs> be walking around doing that. And they do whatever she kind of want, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because it just didn't seem to me. The problem I had with it was it just didn't seem genuine. It didn't seem like her and Jonah Hill was really together. It seemed they seemed more like best friends than anything. Mm-hmm. And the movie wanted us to make it feel like they were a couple. <laughs> And six months later, they got married. Uh, they got engaged. It just to me, to me, some of the jokes, especially with Eddie Murphy, mainly with Eddie Murphy's character, I would see why a lot of Muslim people would be offend- super offended with this because his name in the movie. So he he portrayed a um, a Muslim by the name of Akbar. His name was Akbar. And it's like, damn, that was the best y'all can kind of come up with. <laughs> so, you know, Lauren London, she gets with this Jew, uh, this Jewish person. And um, her, I guess her family is super black. And her dad's name is Akbar Muhammad. So he's this guy, as soon as he see this white dude, he just saying all of this different, um, you know, black power type stuff. He bringing up mm-hmm. Minister Farrakhan. It's just that type of it's just that type of deal, and it to me that don't seem realistic because I know a lot of people that's Muslim, and they don't walk around like that, man. They don't, you know, they not sitting there saying, "Hey, what you what you doing? You you know about my people and you know the nation of Islam and you know they don't just come off straight up like that, and it seems like they just try to mash the hardcore Muslim person." putting that against a, a a white Jewish family that don't know much about, I guess, black folks or, uh, or um, their religion. And they just put them all in the same room and just let them fight it out. That's what it seemed like to me. And I could totally understand why a lot of people were a little disgusted with the film. 
But also in the same sentence, I can see why, you know, a lot of white people did like the film because it was kind of like edgy. It was some edgy, cringy comedy. And um, I don't know, man. I just, look, I don't have a problem with the jokes or anything like that. I see a lot of people offended with the jokes. But to me, the overall movie wasn't good, man. It was it seemed like it was it seemed like it was a, a bit rushed. And maybe it was the cast. Maybe the cast just didn't give a damn. So they were just there collecting the check. I think if it was some um maybe some different actors and actresses in this in this movie, maybe it could have made it a little more realistic. But man, look, Lauren London just seemed like she wasn't into it. I think she was there just to get the money. And uh, it's to me, it just seemed like maybe she didn't want to kiss Jonah Hill because she's still loyal to Nipsey. I don't know if that has something to do with it. I mean, I've heard people say that. And it's, come on, man. You an actress, yeah. dog. Like, could she not kiss anybody when he was alive in a movie? I don't I don't know, man. Acting? I don't understand. I don't understand why they had to fake a kiss like that. They, this, people who didn't see that, it, it was uh, Andrew Schultz was talking about the movie, and he mentioned that the uh, the part where Aunt, or, uh, Jonah Hill and Lauren London kiss was CGI, and they actually didn't kiss. And now people are showing that scene; it's obviously like CGI. That clearly they yes. weren't kissing for real. Yeah. So yeah, people are speculating as to why yeah Lauren London couldn't kiss him or whatever was going on, but. It seems ridiculous. You're an actress, man. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the part I don't get. And see, like I said, I don't know her situation. I don't know if it's against her religion. <laughs> I don't know if she just don't want to kiss anybody. I, I don't know what it is. But it's hard to it's hard to um uh, for me to try to believe this movie. It, even I know it's a movie, it's a rom-com, but to me it's hard to take this movie serious. If you sitting here, you want us to be invested in a couple, an interracial couple that never kissed throughout the whole movie. And, you know, when they get engaged, they sit there and just hug it out. <laughs> to me, it, it just seemed like a, a, it just didn't seem realistic to me. That's the problem I had with it more than the jokes. I ain't have a problem with the jokes. The jokes was the jokes. It was cringy. Where it was like, oh, shit, like what is going on in here? But um, the problem I had was I just felt like nobody was invested in this movie. It was just a money grab. Net, they got a bag from Netflix. And um, I just think it could have been a lot better, man, or at least a lot of better actors and actresses in this movie. Yeah, low-key, low-key, man, like whenever I hear a movie go straight to streaming, that's a red flag for me at this point, man. Because it feels like every original movie that goes to streaming is bad, it seems like. And it's usually something that people prop up is good. I remember last one I saw was they made a new movie, a new Predator movie for Hulu. And everybody was gassing it up, saying, oh, it's such a good movie. It's so good. It's the best Predator movie since the first one. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Dog, it looks so fake. At like, Okay, so the setting is... It, this movie is like way back in time and it, it's like the native Americans. And the first time they meet the predator and he comes to earth and dog, every alien looked like it came from a PS two game dog or, or not every alien, every wild animal, like they have bears and shit. And it was clearly like some bad CGI, man. The acting wasn't good. They spoke English for some reason. 
in the movie, and it's like, nigga, what the fuck? So <laughs> the, the movie was not good, but everybody propped it up, and it's like, yo, you just liked it because it was free. I feel like at this point, you because if you paid to watch these movies that go straight to streaming, I feel like you wouldn't like them as much, man. Yeah. And I'm sure for some people, it was like just a cool way to spend the Friday night. Yeah. And like, oh, it's a good movie. But if you watch it with the intent of like, I paid to go see this, that's why movies are fucking, like, I'm not saying there's not bad movies that go straight to theater, but it seems like they're more well-made and there's more that goes into the production of it. Yeah. The cast tries harder. Yep. And you get a more polished product. Yeah. When something goes straight to streaming, they treat it, it like bargain bin status, man. Yeah. And how much money, and let's be real, a movie that's going straight to streaming, do they get something off of the streams or they just get the bag right then and there and that's it? And then just, just get, I think it's just a flat, you get paid this. Yeah. Money. But if, let's say that movie is going to streaming, you'll probably be trying to promote that movie a little more. Mm-hmm. You try to make, you probably try to get an Oscar for it. Probably trying to, you know, get it out there and get people, you, you want to see the, the, the money made from that, that movie within that week. So yeah, the box ops to go to the theater. Yeah. Is exactly. So that's why, you know, that's why I'm calling in the money grab a little bit, man, because like I said, we seen, we seen the history of Netflix, uh, you know, people like Dave Chappelle, just, they get in the bag from Netflix and then they throw a little something out there. They they have like a little four uh, series deal where they just kind of throw something out there and just, you know, they get they getting that money. It might not even be their best effort, but Netflix want content from uh, uh, Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy and they put something together. Yeah, I think that's exactly what this is. That's exactly what coming to America was. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, you know, let's say this uh, coming to America was going to the movie theater. I'm sure you'll probably try hard, but knowing Eddie Murphy, I don't think Eddie Murphy give a shit. I think he's just trying to get this easy money and call it a day. He he did everything he he could do back in the day and all that stuff. So I don't think he care at this point. But I think that's exactly what this movie was. Yeah, man. People, Netflix offers people, like, that's why Adam Sandler has so many movies on Netflix. Like, yeah. They gave him a deal to make so many movies. And you know, like, none of them are good, man. His one good movie he made actually went to theaters, Uncut Gems. Yeah. That went to theaters, man. Everything else that he's done has been shitty, went straight to streaming and Netflix. Yeah. So, like, it's it's a red flag at this point, man. So when everybody says a so-and-so streaming movie is good, I know... The Rock had a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot or whatever <laughs> her name is. And it's like, okay, you know this movie's going to be ass, man. You know they were just trying to get a bag here. But <laughs> it's a red flag for me, man. I don't think I've seen one original. Like, you can see original TV shows that are good that go to streaming, of course. Yeah. As far as, like, feature films, I have. I don't think I've seen one that went straight to Amazon Prime or Hulu or Netflix that was good. Yeah. And just think about it like this, man. With that all-star cast that you just named, why the hell ain't that in theaters? Yeah. Why didn't they just decide to roll with it and try to make money from it? So that to me, the that's reviews would have been worse, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's like, and and then too, I think not only the reviews would have been worse, but these bigger movie companies is like, hell no, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know this is this is shit. 
So hell no. You take that old take that over to little old Netflix. Yeah. Let them have it. No, we trying to we trying to win some Oscars over here. We trying to win we we trying to win some Emmys. And you sitting here coming with that bullshit. That's why I'm worried about this house party movie too, man. Because the house party movie was supposed to go straight to streaming as well. It's supposed to go straight to HBO Max. Yeah. But HBO Max basically said, no, we're not gonna carry that anymore. So they're now releasing it in theaters. Yeah. But I'm worried about it now, man. Cause like it, I'm sure it would have been a cool movie to just watch on a, a Friday night or fucking Saturday evening or yeah. something. But to actually pay to see it and sit in the theater and have to watch the whole thing, even if it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I heard it was pretty bad too. It it looked bad. It looked bad. It was bad. It, it was completely random. The storyline was awful. It, it was pretty much like, not trying to spoil it, spoil alert if you really want to see this shit, but it was pretty much some guys want to have a party in LeBron's house. And all these different celebrities came over and was part of it. And it, I heard it was so stupid, man. Yeah. Like I said. Nobody man, talked about it. So, yeah, I'm assuming it was horrible. Yes. And like I said earlier, man, with White Man Can't Jump, you – even even the first house party, you might not been a fan of it, but you could see some struggle there, man. It was a point in time where you really was trying to throw a house party. How many people are throwing house parties at this point? So you was really trying to throw a real house party. You was trying to get the young lady you always wanted. You wanted to be the best house party. You was probably a cornball, but trying to look cool. How many of that, I mean, is that still going on? I don't know. I'm not in school. I'm not in high school, but is that still going on? Trying to be the cool guy and throw the a, a nice house party with the... Everybody just trying to look go viral on social media, man. Yes. Or, popping on TikTok. Yes. So, it, I mean, like I said, clearly that's not going on. And honestly, it's kind of cool to be a little corny. People would be just fine just staying at home, not going to a party. So... <laughs> like, was this a good idea making a house party? Probably not. I thought it was, but I heard the storyline was super bad. So, yeah, I, it didn't look good, man. Yeah, <laughs> we we gotta have the uh, your film critic buddy on and talk about some of these fucking straight to streaming movies, man. Because I feel everybody. Was, some people were upset about there was supposed to be a, a Batgirl movie, mm. um, with the like a black Latina or whatever black girl. And HBO Max wants the merger happen with the Discovery. They basically said we're not going to release this film. Mm. It's already done and finished, but we're not going to put it out. We actually could save money by not putting it out. So people got mad, but everybody who worked on the movie said, who saw the movie, said, "No, nah, we can't put this out." <laughs> Brendan Fraser was in that movie. He was the bad guy, mm. and now Brendan Fraser is nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor for The Whale. Mm. I'm sure his people said, don't put that bullshit out, man. I'm finally being respected as a good actor. Don't put my horse shit I was doing when I was desperate for money. Yeah. There, Okay, that would make him look worse. So, yeah, yeah they're not going to put that movie out, man. I don't, I'm, I can't blame them. Yeah. But these streaming movies, man, streaming streaming is low-key just killing cinema, period, man. It is. You only really get down to it. It's killing cinema. It is. I agree because it's not like, and uh, I think now, they starting to get a little respect for shows, TV shows, mm -hmm. because they starting to get nominated for stuff now. Yeah. But um, the way it's so easy for these old, washed up, 
uh, actors to just get a bag and create something. Like, you know, there's no effort to it, man. Eddie Murphy, like, when was the last time you seen Eddie Murphy out and about promoting a movie where he was like, ooh, he's in this movie. Let me go see this. I think he, honestly, man, I think he was just sitting around chilling. And Netflix, they went on this thing where they were trying, they were just throwing money at everybody. They're just throwing money at comedians. They throwing money at um, certain writers and stuff like that so they can make content for, for Netflix um, certain actors so they can just, um, you know, get a bag and just be in movies to bring people to Netflix. And I really don't think they care like that, man. Like, who, who like, you think Eddie Murphy going to turn down, let's say, $20 million for a little, um, for to um, make three movies? Mm-hmm. Hell no. He's going to be like, I'll do it. But, you know, I ain't put my all into this. <laughs> so... The first thing me and you do is, damn, Eddie Murphy playing in this movie with Jonah Hill. Oh, shit. <laughs> Got to go see this. But he don't care about that. He already paid. So, um, yeah, I think it I think it is messing up shit, man. You starting to see it's kind of it's kind of like the podcast game. I would say it's like the podcast game where now. They just, you know, you got people like Spotify, you got people like Apple, all this stuff, throwing deals to celebrities like Kim Kardashian to do a podcast, and they don't give a shit about a podcast. They mm-hmm. they just gonna take the money and 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 slap some shit together. So now, you know, when you got people like Barack Obama that's doing a podcast, like, come on, man, he ain't trying to do no podcast. But he damn sure ain't about to turn away ten, twenty million dollars. Yeah. So yeah, man. I say all that to say the game is fucked up out here, man. <laughs> Game's fucked up. Niggas beast is hidden. <laughs> man, um, speaking of Netflix, how do you feel about those uh new password sharing rules? How basically you can't watch Netflix outside your home unless you get like a certain code for seven days. They really were trying to crack down on password sharing. And some of the uh, the policy was put on social media. It got such a bad reaction that Netflix took it back and said, oh, uh, that those, are, those are inaccurate. It wasn't for the U.S. yet. And I'm assuming this is going to end up them just not even doing it. Yeah. The reaction was so bad. Everybody said they were going to cancel their shit. Everybody was like, what the fuck is this? Y'all promoted... Y'all have y'all let people put separate profiles on one account. Yes. Y'all been knowing people were sharing accounts for this whole time. Mm-hmm. And now selling you cracking down on it because you think you get more money from it. So yes, their their the reaction was so bad now that it seems like they're putting a pause on it at least. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about this whole Netflix password sharing debacle? I think they I think they screwing up, man. They right now they being um they acting like Elon Musk. <laughs> And trying to change up some stuff that don't need to be changed. Now, could they be making a lot more money if they put this little uh, rules in place? Hell yeah, they probably could. But I think the I get I think the way people sharing passwords and all that stuff, I think that's actually keeping them uh, above water. Because if it gets to a point where you know I actually have to pay ten dollars a month for Netflix, I probably wouldn't do it. Because I I don't think it's worth it. We just talked about the content on Netflix for like 
30 minutes and how mm. bad it is. So I don't think it's worth, you know, everybody paying $10 a month, whatever the price is. And I think that would screw them up a lot where they probably would get rid of that rule. But, um, yeah, man, I think their whole brand was the uh, built off of the, let me get your Netflix password. Mm-hmm. That was their whole brand. I think they need to stick with that. They, I, I think they thinking too much into it. And uh, to be quite frankly with you, I think we will find a way to get past all of that <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's already ways. Yeah. And, like, to be real, I feel like they're – is act, the password sharing actually helps them in the long run mm-hmm. because let's say, for example, me, like I don't subscribe to Netflix currently. What I do usually is I'll subscribe for a month because they keep raising the price. I'm like, I'm not going to pay this shit monthly for something I barely watch. Yeah. So whenever there is something I want to watch, I'll subscribe for a month, watch all the stuff I want to watch, then unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was sharing my account with people, I would probably keep it. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, yeah, my, my nephew watches it or whoever. So I would keep the subscription on. Yeah. But knowing I'm not watching shit every month, I'm not going to keep my subscription every month. Right. So, like, that's that's going to hurt them, man. So, yeah, I think they realized that finally. So who knows if they're gonna, even going to do it at this point. But, you know, yeah, they're, they're all this throwing money around. Yeah. It's going to bite them in the ass, man. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think the new, I, I, I wouldn't even call this a new way, but you know, if you really want to watch a show, you know how to find that show. Oh, yeah. The uh, illegally way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, if push come to shove, if it gets to that point where I have to cancel it, I say screw it. I'll find a way to watch this show because it's, it's, it's not even worth it, man. Like I'm on a family plan with Netflix. And what me and my family do, we all subscribe to like two or three different, you know, um, streaming services. And somebody else subscribe to like two streaming services and somebody else subscribe to what what they have. And we all, you know, put the passwords and logins in the pot. So instead of me just paying for uh, five or six of them, I'm only paying for two. And, and, you know, it kind of go around like that. So that, to me, that kind of helped. I know I'm kind of spilling the beans, but I think that kind of help, help out a little bit. Because the one thing I don't understand about these streaming services is y'all making people have, have to choose. Everybody can't subscribe to everything. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you pretty much got cable, <laughs> which yeah. everybody tried to cut the cord from. So um, I'm kind of curious how they're going to do in the future. I feel like we end up going to be paying cable prices again <laughs> in the future because they probably going to have some type of bundle where you could get Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> Showtime, Stars. You could get all all streaming services for a price of $100 a month or something. And, um, you know, you, they're going to say, oh, you, you, you won't miss another show. You could subscribe to everything for $120 a month and um, if you sign up now you could get a special you could pay that price only $50 for the next three or four months it's going to be just like cable mm-hmm. so um, yeah man I think it's going to eventually be something like that but 
as far as the pa- sharing the passwords, man, they just need to leave, leave it be. Maybe dial back on all the money they give into these damn celebrities and actually try to work with some real writers to uh, come up with some great content, some really good shows, how they was doing 10 years ago, I want to say. And um, that's how to get people back, man, instead of these weak-ass Eddie Murphy movies or these weak-ass stand-up comedies and all that stuff. Take some of that money and pay for some real current writers and content creators that are really hot right now. Get get that money to uh, Quinta Bronson. <laughs> Give her something to create some shows. When just imagine if they, you know, invested in somebody like her, and she came up with this thing called Abbott Elementary on Netflix. That will be that that will be dope. I think they should look more into stuff like that and try to get more um, people in that way instead of paying a you know an old washed up. Uh, actor. No, I agree. All them damn Nick Cage movies they got on there, man, ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's subscribed to Netflix for the new Nicolas Cage movie. But yeah, yeah. sometimes I think, I think you're learning. Yeah, sometimes you get in the moment because one of your favorite, let's say, one of your favorite directors. That's a little past his stuff. Quentin uh, Quentin um, Tarantino. You like? Oh yeah, he got the new action movie on Netflix. You you know you kind of get sucked into the moment, see what it is, and it's like, man, what the fuck is this bullshit? I, I I will not lie, like I've seen a good amount of like Michael Jai White new action movies because usually it'll <laughs> yeah. be like the extent the Expendables, but like a martial arts version. They'll have like Tony Jaa, they'll have some other people who are like big martial arts stars ten years ago, like a John Claude Van Damme be coming there too, and I'll, I'll be I'll be watching the movies, man. I like corny bad action movies. I'll, I'll admit, I like corny bad action martial arts movies, man. <laughs> I, 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 that's a cool way to spend a Saturday or Sunday afternoon for me. Yeah, you know, I like those who just the ones who who are corny and know they're corny. Yeah, but as far as like a com, I can't watch a bad comedy. I can't watch <laughs> bad comedy. My mom, I I never let my mom, my sister regret remember uh, not remember this. Because they told me to watch this fucking movie with Marlon Wayans called Sex Tuplets on Netflix. Mm. So they came over to my apartment, and I put that shit on. Dog, it was the most unfunny shit I ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> I'm like, did y'all really think this movie was good? And ever since then, I don't listen to nothing they recommend me <laughs> ever again. That movie was awful. I can't watch a bad comedy. I can't watch a bad drama where you know what's going to happen at the end before it even comes. I can watch a bad action movie all day, though, man. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I like cheesy bad action movies. So <laughs> I like those, but I don't like the, I can't watch a bad comedy. That's why I can't watch these people, man. I can't watch a bad comedy. Yeah. So, you got to check it out for the for the people, though, man. Uh, I don't want to, man. I don't want to. <laughs> I just know I'll be cringing the whole time. But, yeah. I seen a funny-ass um, post pretty much saying um, uh, Lauren London and Michael B. Jordan are the same actor. Dog, low key, I'm glad you said that, man. Because Michael B. Jordan, I don't like to use the word like overrated too much because I think everybody calls everything overrated. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is the most overrated actor <laughs> by black people, maybe ever, dog. Yeah. He, even his good roles were bad. 
Like yeah. he was terrible as Killmonger, man. Like <laughs> he was struggling through them lines, man. He had the look. He had the comic book look. I give him that. He had the look. Yeah. But he was not. A, he's not a good actor, man. <laughs> like it, he he had the nerve to do a movie with fucking Jamie Fox. <laughs> I know he got washed in that shit, man. It's like, no, Michael B. Jordan is the most overrated actor, and Lauren London might be the most overrated actress. But I feel yeah. like I don't think people think Lauren London's a good actress. I think they just like her. Yeah, I wouldn't. Imp- they like the Nipsey thing with her. They, yeah. they just like her as a person and think she's cute. Yeah, I wouldn't put her in a category as a, I don't even know if she want to be an actor or actress. I, I don't put Michael B. Jordan is a, is considered an actor. Yeah, I wouldn't put Lauren. Like to be fair with her, I would put her in that category because I don't even know if she really want to do it. Because she, you know, I first seen her in ATL, mm-hmm. and she had I think she had the right role in there. She played that role right as the pretty girl, but uh, it wasn't like she was trying to get her Will Smith on, or she trying to get her Holly Berry on, or. You know, or even trying to do what um, Monique is doing, you know, trying to get to the more serious role, that type of thing. I think she just, you know, whenever she feel like <laughs> jumping in the movie, she hop in. But, man, Michael B. Jordan, man, I was arguing with somebody about Michael B. Jordan one time because I think one of the reasons I think we was arguing because I guess the guy, the guy's in the industry. So he was actually... I guess pretty cool or they the same agency or something. But um it remember remember I think we had this argument before. We wasn't arguing, but somebody said he's on a Denzel run. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, like what is his what is his training day? <laughs> what is his Malcolm X moment where you was like, damn, I gotta go see that Denzel movie. And they were people were trying to tell me, uh, what's the serious movie Michael B. Jordan played? Denzel Station, where he died at the beginning. Yes. Like, so they were trying to say that, and I'm just like, nah, because I, I mean, if that was his Denzel moment, he's still not Denzel then, because it wasn't like everybody saying, "Hey, you gotta go see this movie," because with the Denzel, maybe it was a different time, but back in the '90s, you had to go see a Denzel movie. Or I would, I would even say with Will Smith. You'll be like, remember that new Will Smith movie? I never got that from Michael B. Jordan, man. And I'm not the biggest I'm not the biggest Michael B. Jordan critic. But to put him saying he was on the Denzel run was insane, man. That was, that, to me, that was disrespectful to Denzel. <laughs> no, it is. I, I honestly can't even believe he put Jonathan Majors in Creed 3 as the mm. villain. He's about to get embarrassed in that movie, <laughs> Like yeah, Jonathan Majors is good, man. Yeah. That dude got next. He 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 is what people should be propping up. Yes. The, the people, the respect they give a Michael B. Jordan should go to Jonathan Majors, man, because he's going on a run right now. He's actually a good actor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he's gonna he's gonna destroy Michael B. He's gonna run circles around Michael B. Jordan in Creed 3, I'm sure. But this yeah, this is gonna be like Jennifer Hudson and Beyonce in that what's yes. that Dream Girl movie? <laughs> uh, Beyonce, uh, she got the um damn what she got? I think she got not the Grammy, uh, Emmy or something, whatever Oscar. Yeah, she pretty much ran. Yeah. Serve well, see, that's one thing I give props to Beyonce for. She knew to get out of acting, man. <laughs> 
okay. At least she could she could take a L. She yeah. no, that's not for her. She could have been like J Lo, just kept going, kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep on, keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> I give props to Beyonce for knowing she wasn't a good actress and quitting while she was ahead. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't good for her. But, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought that was kind of a, a good comparison with Michael B. Jordan and Lauren London. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> They're the same person, basically. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, I think that about does it, man. We've been talking for a while. We covered a lot. We done ran the gamut. Did mm-hmm. all the breaking sports news, mm-hmm. everything else going on. So it's been about close to a good three hours. I think we about wrap this one up. Yeah. Uh, appreciate everybody who tuned into the stream, man. Appreciate you, Tab. Appreciate you, Ernesto. Everybody watching Seth Payne promoting this podcast. Appreciate you as well, bro. Everybody yeah, man. else, man. <laughs> appreciate y'all kicking it with us um, and on streaming apps as well. Yeah. Y'all make sure to catch In The Loop. Of course, a lot going on in Houston sports right now. Make sure you catch In The Loop, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610, Figgy Fig, Curating the Vibes, Award-winning producer. Yeah, you see, you see it. Word behind him. <laughs> yeah, you see it. You yeah, see it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to get that in the frame. Man. We see you. We see you. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully next year we get in the Rock. Hopefully next year Rock Nation attendees, Ryan Rockin' and Figgy Fig. Yeah. I don't know, man. We got to rub that. I'm going to work my ass off to try to get us in there, man. You got just, to. You just better we have your suit. Promote, we got to provide clips proving that we believe Neg and the Stallion from day one. Yeah. Okay? Look at this podcast from the day it happened. We were on her side. Yeah. Look at me calling Jay-Z the best ever. And don't mm. put any of our critical stuff in there about the Super Bowl and all that stuff. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How is Meg doing, man? We haven't heard of a peak from her, man. I'm, yeah, I know. I, I'm sure she's fine, but I'm kind of a little worried. I'm, I'm wondering how she's doing mentally, man. Because she, I'm sure she's oh. just, I mean, she's probably taking a well-deserved hiatus yeah. at this point, man. Because it's, it's a lot to process. I mean, the way people were coming at her, I feel like if she puts something out now, like it's immediately people going to talk about the Tory stuff again, man. So yeah, maybe she got to wait till all that stuff just dies down completely. Yeah, and comes back and, on her own terms. Yeah, but. and speaking of Tory, I think he's supposed to be sentenced. I want to say uh, later this month, February twenty yeah. something. So we gonna see how many years he get exactly wait wait till all that stuff dies down i know she's gonna put something out she's gonna make an emergence again soon yeah i think she's yeah i think she's just kind of holding out until that happened yeah because you know you don't want to talk too much shit and the dude get (laughs) two years with 20 years probation or something and time served so um it ain't quite over yet but yeah, it's not just that. I mean, her, her, like her sex history came out during trial too. Like a lot of yeah. nasty shit came out, man. So yeah. I'm sure she's just taking a while to just process all this stuff and taking the time she needs to. So yeah, yeah we'll see. What yeah, happens. I hope she good, man. I hope she good. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see y'all next time, man. Appreciate <laughs> all y'all checking out the podcast this lovely Sunday afternoon. Hope y'all have a great week. And we'll catch y'all next week. And until next time, peace.